that one mine? There we go. Sup, everybody. This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Silver and Reg and Johnny for the best gaming podcast, number 307, I believe. Absy had uh, a, an issue. He had he couldn't come on. He had a headache and um, just decided that best to not try to jump on and then in five seconds end up um, having, a, having a problem and having to leave. Want to thank these guys for showing up. Want to thank all you guys for showing up. There's been a ton of gaming news, too. We actually have a bunch of stuff to cover. We Like, Death Stranding 2 got leaked by Norman. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. I feel like feel like that wasn't on purpose, that when they asked him that question, he probably wasn't paying attention to what he was saying. Because Do you think he gets in trouble? Well, like, dude, they came after the Marvel revealing? guys all the time. <laughs> the Marvel guys got in some deep shit. I mean, it actually changed the... Um, it actually adjusted the, uh, the NDAs that they had to sign later on. So, shit. you know... Um, we have, let's see, triple A games, a bunch of triple A games from a uh, gearbox that they've talked about. And I didn't know that there were a couple that they've already listed. So we'll talk about those. We'll just talk, talking about triple A games, uh, actually as a whole too, because Reg was talking yesterday or somebody was talking. I thought it was Reg, but somebody posted that Embracer once again, had said they had 25, um, yeah. of these triple a games and we've all been of the understanding of like what's a triple a game mean to one company so i think that's actually pretty important to talk about because you never quite yeah. know exactly who you know what triple a means to one company versus another and exactly how much money one company is going to spend versus the other so i figured that'd be fun to talk about uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Thank you, everybody, for, for sure. showing up. You guys absolutely rock for being here. It's been an awesome week. You guys should have seen a review from, uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. What was it? Vampire. Vampire. Vampire, the Masquerade, Swan Song. And I did a video on some news. Thank you, everybody, for showing up and, and watching the news. I know that's not what you probably come here for, but those are going to continue to go out. We've sort of got a setup, I think, with, um, with Abzi and I. We've figured out a way to get some news out to you guys a little bit more a little bit more quickly. I think I think it took us about an hour about 2 hours to get that news out, which isn't so bad um when you consider that uh it was probably only 1 hour technically. It's just that we were back and forth trying to see that. So I hope you guys like those kind of things. Johnny, have you been doing anything unique on your channel or are you still just you doing your streams? You done any interviews lately on your channel? Uh I haven't in a while. I took a little break from that uh, because I I noticed I was doing too many things mm -hmm. and i was kind of spreading myself too thin yeah. so i decided to do less but with higher intensity so whenever i'm there i'm live you know i try to have good energy and and just yeah yeah i mean it's very difficult to know what you should do right now yeah that's why i've sort of t i told abzi in the background because he's helping me with the editing he basically is editing now and I was telling him that what I've been doing is like the stuff I know works and then a side mm -hmm. thing I enjoy. And hopefully nice. you enjoy the main thing, hopefully, yeah. which I do. But what I mean is something that's just only sort of like weird and, now, you know, or something I want to do that's that maybe I, I maybe takes a little longer or something that is a little less uh, reviewy like. Well since you asked, let me be a bit shameless and uh, plug my series of videos that I'm trying to do weekly as well. So this is another thing that I'm doing on the side, which is these are sort of like 10 minute videos where I discuss a topic. It's always about gaming. Um, and it it's usually a mix of 
it's not like news necessarily. So it's something that's kind of um, always green, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. someone can watch that video and it's still, you know, relevant uh, a month from now. So it's not just like, hey, this news just hit. It's more like, you know, is this type of thing, you know, good or bad? And... Might have a long tail to views. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never just quite like know. discussion stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's enjoyable. Um, especially now that we have the podcast sort of up and running, it's it's always nice to sort of roll into the podcast. For example, like vamp vampire, which we'll talk about. Am I the only one who played vampire out of this group? Yeah, for now. I yeah. Think. Okay. Okay. Congratulations yeah. to everybody. Um, <laughs> so we will talk about that. We'll talk about other stuff. I do want to also thank the patrons. You guys have basically made these kind of things and sort of investigations possible. And we've lost patrons in the past because I haven't been able to cover every game. Um. You know, that kind of stuff happens. But I definitely appreciate the long-term patrons. And I ended up getting some questions from long-term patrons. And I was like, you know what? I don't do a lot of patron-specific stuff that's not involved in the Discord. Like the $1, $3 is more like, hey, thanks for being here. Right. And then the 5 is like a thing. And then the like the more expensive ones are, for example, I have about five or six people at the higher tier for helping them with their YouTube channel. But people ended up sending me questions. I do want to answer them because they were a little bit weird. So I'm going to answer two very specific questions I was not expecting to get because one's about life and one's about the channel so or his channel. So I'm going to start with somebody who's asking a question about a channel. It's Boxers in Brief. Uh, he says, my channel just got monetized. So first, congrats. But also, as I grow, I notice more toxicity in the comments. How do you deal with it? Johnny, do you get a lot of toxicity in yours? None. Or yeah. very rarely. Well, I do have one person who jumps in to say... Uh, I hate your shit. Uh, you know, like... Yeah, like, oh, you're the least enjoyable member in the ACG podcast. Actually, recently, that person came back to say, uh, now, oh, congrats, you're no longer the least enjoyable because Abzi is not so they they're just you know unhappy mm. with new dude uh, when go was here he'd get shit right. silver's got shit reg has got shit reg doesn't like anything <laughs> silver's never happy carrot talks too much it's like dude it's a There's talking video something. what the fuck do you think we're gonna do i'll sit here like statues you'll always have that but ignoring the dumbass you don't really have a lot of toxicity no not really actually but uh, i'm still fairly small so we'll see we'll see yeah so we'll hope um i would we'll say see. dealing with toxicity um j just so you guys just so everybody knows this is from my standpoint and then i'll, I'll explain it a little bit from other people's standpoints it, first it's going to matter how you deal with it do you do you like toxicity as in does are you the Johnny Depp of game reviews where when somebody says bad job, you're like, I'm doing it twice now. That's more like me where I'm like, because I know the majority do like it. So if I see the majority like it and you, you know, you'll get some people dislike it. You're like, okay, I'm still hitting the majority. This is what I want to do. Um, and that's not removing critique. This is when somebody like Johnny said is like, you're stupid. It's like, dude, seriously. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that's one way. Then there's another way where it bothers you. And I will tell you right now, there there is no easier way to get rid of that than to just remove the person from being able to post on your channel. And you should do that. You're, there is no... that You don't owe a person the ability to post on your video. Yeah, You don't. There's no such thing. It doesn't even exist. In fact, you're making something just like you could throw something out in the world and never look at reviews ever again, like a movie star or a book writer who doesn't look at their reviews. You could do that. Um, 
it's not controlling free speech either because you that's that has nothing to do with free speech. So you yeah. if you want to do that, I would suggest you definitely do that, because if that burns you out, um, especially when you're getting started and people are like, you don't look as professional as somebody else. It's like, dude, we've been running for fucking six years and we barely get the podcast going. The last article or the last video of the podcast right before this didn't even have audio in it. And I've been here for six years. So, you know. Like it, it doesn't matter how long you've been here. You you could look professional day one or not professional. I would say turn them off, man. You know, if you get people who are just assholes, turn them off. And um, mm. if that's how you have to deal with it, I think it's okay. Because you you sometimes call people out on their I bullshit. You respond out. to yeah. Uh -huh. You respond to some oh, yeah. of this shit. I love it, I, I, dude. I love it because now I'll get people who will say you you miss the rating. Well, that's valid as fuck. Okay. Right? Like that's, but if somebody's, if somebody doesn't watch the video and they're like, blah, 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 then I do have a tendency to It's so to clear like, too. It's right? literally They will right have there. a comment like. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. usually other people will take care of it. And I always tell people, other people should take care of it. You guys should defend Johnny if you guys were in his chat, let's say. It, it, and somebody was being a dick. What I would expect any of us to be like, dude, what are you doing? You know, Right. Like, yeah, and we no see sense. it in your Discord too. Like when someone is out of line, the yeah. the room moderates itself. The room de of. definitely does moderate. For the most part, does moderate itself. And uh, it's not perfect, but you know it is. I, I do like going after, like, I do like going after the low hanging fruit. But there is some really good um, critique you'll get too. So you don't want to mm. remove that. But you also want to understand that one person's excellent critique may change your entire channel. And you'll get that on Reddit a lot of times where somebody on Reddit will be like, I don't like that Carrick jokes. He should never joke. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm no, that's literally why people watch. Right. So if yeah. I did change for that one person, that one person may like it. And you may have a thousand people on Reddit say that, which they don't. But I'm saying if you did, if you change, yeah. that would be 45,000 people who now aren't pattern. watching it yeah. just so yeah. those 1000 people are. But then yeah. somebody may say you weren't clear on this. Well, dude, that's something else. Yeah. Like that, that makes sense. So for this person, it depends on your mentality and it depends on what you can take and never, ever be bothered by removing that if you have to. Also, if somebody says amazing job, don't take it personal because that person may hate you the next day. Um, don't, don't, don't get into the dopamine rush of seeing a video do well and seeing people talk about it and seeing people say you're the Chasing best. Chasing likes. Yeah, I'll have people be like, dude, you're the best reviewer. And I'll be like, thank you. I love it. I'm glad you're getting, I usually say something like, I'm glad you're getting content out of the blah, blah, blah. And the reason why I say that is because if that goes away and that person leaves, it's not a personal thing. They're not getting content from, they're not getting what they need from me. Um, so you should handle it whatever way you can. But I will tell you, man, um, you know, there's millions of people out there and it's one versus a million, you can't win. So if they're right. all hammering on you and you like what you're doing and you're trying your best, then I would say either ignore it, move on, look at some critique, or have somebody look at the critique for you. You have a friend, have them gather the critique for you and give it to you. And I think that that is a very huh. valuable, not used as much as, as I, as I, I, think it's very important for people some people need that it's like you yeah. should do that I, I i think it's i think it's super super important for you to take care of your mental health especially now when you're stuck at home um and he says uh he says i'm covering video game reviews right now how do you feel about early access reviews 
How do you guys feel about early access video game reviews? I feel fine. I mean, I like as it. soon as you yeah. charge yeah. Yeah. For, for a game, then it's fair to review it. Exactly. Okay. I think it actually may be a bit of a gap in the like YouTube ecosystem. Shoot the gap. Shoot the gap. Yeah, Shoot the gap. Like if you're starting a channel, like that's not a bad niche to aim for. Because a lot of bigger channels, Huge. like I know yourself, Carrick, sometimes you have to choose and choosing yeah. between like a full release title and something that's in early access, it's a no brainer, right? Yeah. Um, and so you don't get time to cover a lot, but uh, I do like, if I see a review for, from you or someone else that I follow on an early access title, it really helps because I'm already really skeptical about those games to jump in. So having a good review on it with good data you know, is one of the few things that uh, often gets me to actually pick one up these days. Gotcha. Silver, Reg, anything to add? I, you both said yes, it's fine. But I mean, is there anything to add? Well, the thing with early access is, of course, that uh, the plan of it is that the game changes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, as, a, as a user, it's a bit more complicated because you would have to look at reviews that are closer to when you're looking at the game. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Silver, anything to add? No. Okay. Uh, Reg summed it up well. Um, I will say thank you for telling me that because I actually disagreed and said I don't like doing early access reviews, but I've been okay. having this discussion with about 10 people behind the scenes and hearing what Johnny just said, not that they didn't say the same thing, so apologies to you guys watching who've had this discussion with me because I know some of you are in the chat <laughs> dis discussed this very thing, and I put my foot down. I was like, I don't like it because my name's involved, and then later somebody's going to come along and say, you yeah. said this was worth it, blah, blah, blah. But they were telling me there's ways to get around that. And you're right. So yeah, I'll definitely start looking into a more. And I agree with Johnny. If you're starting out, I'm telling you, there's two places to shoot the gap right now, man. DLC reviews are huge. Nobody DLC. covers them. Yeah. And I did a couple DLC reviews. They do very well in their demographic. They don't get oh. at nearly as much as the main one. That would be stupid. But they get incredibly yeah. good uh, views. And a lot of people will track that. Also, Fabi, $2 super chat. Hi, I won Swan Song code, but ACG never reached back. Hi, oh. no, you for sure didn't because I didn't give out the code yet. Next, moving on. <laughs> so um, I can refund that super chat, by the way, if that was uh, the person who fakes. There's there's all these bots faking all the the YouTubers and saying like, you won, blah, blah, blah. Check WhatsApp, but it's not even our name. They just steal your, your JPEG. They pretend they're you. <laughs> what are we going to say, Silver? Just, um, I mean, to the point of early access reviews, it's also gotten more complicated because of the rising popularity of the games as a service thing, mm -hmm. which sort of puts games in a kind of state of early access, even at launch, where they're like two years out of their release, get they're likely to be considerably different Absolutely. than they were at release. So a, re a review at release isn't necessarily relevant two years on for a game like Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which has changed quite a lot from, from its release, um, or For Honor even, or other games uh, that, that are live service games. Yeah. Uh, Fabi, no worries, bud. You don't need to do Super Chats to say sorry, bro. I'm going to refund both those su Super Chats, man. That's You don't need to Super Chat that. You're good to go. Uh, to spam, everybody knows it's been going on for years. I apologize. It's just one of those things. We try to remove them as quick as possible. Uh, let's see. Next up. This is from, <clears throat> okay, I can't read that username. That's sort of, I can't read that username. Uh, he says, hey, patron since day one, watched you guys since forever. 
GB Rocks, bring him back. We, we should. I, I should contact him because he's doing quite well, I think, and stuff like that. He may want to talk about other games other than Rockstar stuff, too. So I'll reach out to him and find out. Nice. Uh, he says, I have a unique non-gaming question, but you always have been good with advice. My wife and I don't have sex often. Oh, boy. Here we go. What do you do to keep it spicy? I work so much. And when I come <laughs> home, I want to crash. When I have a spare moment, I'm always fixing something around the home, paying bills, or taking care of the kids or the animals. It is very tough but obviously you want to make sure that your significant other appreciates you. Yeah, I can tell you that I think this is, I think this is relevant for all of us uh, with COVID too. Cause I don't know if you guys have known, but there's been a lot of breakups too, you know, where people get together and they're stuck in their yeah, houses because yeah, yeah. of COVID. Yeah. And, the, and well, they yeah. drive each other and, and, crazy. And they yeah. drive each other crazy. And then <laughs> yeah. some have come together yeah. and been like, this is the greatest thing in the world. Uh, I will say, I, I think, I think I can answer this because this is something that I definitely, you know, you deal with. I've been in long-term relationships, short-term ones. I've been in ones where the person lived with me didn't. Um, okay, first of all, don't listen to social media. So social media would have you believe that everybody doesn't need to shave or wash themselves or or do anything to make themselves presentable. Right now, you have two types. You have the Kim Kardashian Instagrams, which is everybody needs to look a certain way. And here's mm -hmm. our glamour pose, which I have no issue with, by the way. I want to say I actually don't. If they want to look that way, that's awesome. That's awesome. Then you have the other group who's like people telling each other how much they fart, like it's some kind of surprise. You see a lot of podcasts where it's like, we're going to have two people on the podcast. All they do is talk about pregnancy and farting. It's like, okay, you're a human. That's not really that surprising. And it's after a short amount of time, it's not really realistic. It's like you're just regurgitating the same shit. We know people do that. There's a middle ground of presenting yourself, understanding you're living with somebody else. This is like a roommate too. If you try to take care of your roommate, if your roommate's having issues, if your roommate doesn't have the money, sometimes you spot them. If your wife or husband doesn't have the money, sometimes you spot them. When it comes to sex, when it comes to attraction, you should, you should wash your fucking self, man. You should occasionally go out. You should occasionally do stuff with them and don't um, don't get caught. And I've got caught where you're looking at the computer and you're doing all work and you realize that a month has passed. That's bad, man. That's bad for everybody involved. Even if it doesn't result in a breakup, it can result in a massive change to your relationship. So I would just say, make sure to remember that the other person is there. Turn off your computer. Mm -hmm. And um, what he said something about a lot of times he just wants to rest rest with them. That's another thing I tell people yeah. sometimes. That's a great idea. Rest with them. I don't know. I, I don't, you can cuddle if you want. You can use that term if you want, but I do find it weird that people, I love watching TV shows and I will do everything I can, yeah. whether I was with a roommate or a wife or a girlfriend, one of the multiple ex-fiances I've had, like, let's sit down and watch shows together. If they don't like video games, that's fine. Do they like books? Let's listen to an audiobook together. Let's read the same book at the same time. Let's, there's things that you can do. I've had people say, I don't really have a lot Find in common some, with my wife. Yeah. And it's like, well, the thing in common is you probably love yourself and they probably love you. So there's probably something you do have in common. There's a reason yeah. why you're together, unless it's a mail order bride. So you can usually figure something out. And But I would say rest together, relax together, talk about the shit. If, you, if it is tough, like I see people say, I'm so stressed out, I don't want to talk. And I'm like, mm. as long as you're not stressed about them, you should talk to that person as long as they're open to it. Right. You know, sometimes they're not, but, um, but I do think that right now we're in a weird place. I just saw it recently where like these people are like, man, if, if she doesn't like me, 
you know, got 350 pounds, never walks outside, pale as a fucking ghost, and is like, if she doesn't like me, fuck her. And you see a girl be like, I don't shave, I don't wash. If he doesn't love me, it's like, you know, yeah. you get, if, if, if the thing is, if you put a hook out there with no fucking bait, guess what you're going to catch? Nothing. And sometimes the bait is making sure that you don't smell like a fucking, you know, old dish rag. It, that's a beautiful analogy. Dude, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, but yeah. it's like a lot of people don't put effort in. And that's right now, that's a thing. Right now you have high effort yeah. world and social media and low effort world social media. And and it's it's difficult. But I'm glad it, I can answer that for even, you. I hope it helps. Go ahead, Johnny. It, it's even like people call you a try hard. Oh, you trimmed your beard. Oh, you you groomed your beard. Oh, what a try hard. Bitch, get out of here. Here's what I say. Okay. If they consider that trying, give up. Bro, like give up on life. If that's your best, uh, frankly, keep it to your fucking self. Let's if be they honest. Think trimming your beard is try hard, man. Do most they wipe of their us ass? Probably average not. dudes, we gotta try our best, right? It's not like we, because you were saying earlier, George Clooney can get away with a fucking yeah when he has, beard. but he has fucking people taking care of him. Yeah, the even that like is like just puts his hands yeah. out and people fucking trim him and groom him. <laughs> he just they Dude, lift his nuts. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like people yeah, think yeah. that you roll. There are very few people. You'll uh, do you know who you see? Say, here's my no makeup pick. The hot people. That's who you see do yeah. that. You'll see them go like, here's my no makeup <laughs> pick, and you're looking at them going, okay, come on. You know, there's some people. There are some people that can get away with that. Or somebody's like, I never yeah. work out, and they're still ripped. One in a million. One in a million. You're not the Rock. Yeah. Let's you're be not, honest. Yeah, the Rock's yeah. all natural, as we all know. All let's natural. move on to games. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you very much. That, that's for the patrons. I know some people will be like, oh, man, we're not talking about games. That is correct. We're not right now. Do you know now. what? You that know, was actually good advice, though. Because people laugh, oh, ACG life advice. But that was actually legit. Dude, I've lived long enough to know what mistakes. I can just tell people to do the exact opposite of what I do. Uh, face, <laughs> two, three, BKNY, $20 super chat. It's crazy how fast a company's, uh, a company's perception could go down. The drain. Xbox was doing great, then DRM problems, game delays after they announced their showcase Xbox Civil War, then an ambassador telling people you can't criticize Xbox. I have, no, I can only speak for myself. I have no clue if there's any. Bro, I, I have not at heard least any two of negative those. perception. Yeah, I missed two of those, and I <laughs> all I do is hear people say they love theirs. It, it's it's so funny, yeah, because my perception is still like people like Microsoft. Microsoft is doing great. Yeah, an ambassador. What's an ambassador? Like somebody with like bars on their shoulder, like Admiral Akbar out there who I'd works for Xbox. Like a <laughs> what? Go ahead, Silver. I would assume like a spokesman. Okay. Well, that's an, an interesting way to put it, though. An ambassador. Oh, you it know is. what? Though it is. It is. Uh, yeah. So okay. you know how influencers? I do believe that some people are called like. I don't know if it's Xbox, but like the company ambassador, and they're just a hired influencer. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that's interesting. I think, and, there, uh, I think there is an Xbox ambassador program, as is a Nintendo ambassador program, etc. It's just super right. fans that want to promote it. Super fans, yeah. So if a super fan tells you that you can't criticize Xbox, well, that's on you for believing them. That's that's just stupid. It is fast though. Companies' perceptions can go down really quick. We've seen it, right? I mean, CD Projekt I mean, Red. Yeah, over and you, over again. Yeah, over and over again. Here, over. It's not the like this one. is new. It happened SNES no. times when Nintendo kicked out Sega from Toys R Us. Yeah. Go ahead, Johnny. 
Well, my question was, can the flip side also happen? So just as quickly, can a company turn it, turn it around to the positive? Let's say that CDPR comes out with, you know, I don't know, Witcher 3, next gen, the next Witcher, and it's awesome. Are they saved at that point or is there still animosity? I mean, yeah, there is. I mean, Microsoft, again, an example of that. Like Microsoft has been like in the toilet in terms of popularity at times, like the DRM thing for the Xbox One. And they've that come a, around. That, yeah. that was a public relations nightmare for them. And yeah, they, they managed to recover from it and rebound. Yeah, I mean, this happens with outside of gaming all the time. Like to me, it's not. Yeah, to... it happens everywhere. Yeah, you you know I like the saying you're only as good as your last whatever. Yeah, what did you, it's not project, what have you done for last, me? It's what have you done last for me? Yeah, and you know we could take Bethesda just to pick a different example, not yeah. to not pile on CDPR like Fallout seventy six. Okay, some people loved it. Let's just say overall it was a flaw. Yeah, but they were probably right? a Bethesda ambassador. Sorry. The, the people who loved it or their moms? The people who yeah. loved it. <laughs> anyway, continue. But, you know, if they come out with a star, what is it? Star Starfield. Starfield. And it's awesome. Great. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll love it, right? I don't think any of us will be like, yeah, it's a great game, but Fallout 76 kind of sucked. So... Right, that's not a not a thing. It's not, yeah, yeah. I I don't think it's a thing for normal people. I think it is a thing for we always joke, but you know, like the people who have their book of woe who hold on to this forever. <laughs> the the yeah. little black the dwarf. Book. Yeah, like a dwarf <laughs> writing writing in his own blood. He's like, I will hate. You know, we all have that. But I mean, we're all old enough to have lived through what three gens now? How many gens? How many is the youngest? Yeah, Johnny's just, the youngest, right? More. Yeah. I'm 33. Am I the youngest? So you've got yeah. through at minimum three gens. No, four gens. You've got, what was your first system? Like the, that was current when you had it. My very first was a Super Nintendo. Okay. Was that current though? When you got it as in, was that in the... Brazil? It was fairly current, true, but it's true. possible that it was kind of late to the, but yeah. I mean, we've seen companies go up Cause, and down. Cause I'm from 88, right? So that would be maybe around what nine early nineties when mm -hmm. I had it. Yeah. And Sega yeah, Genesis, remember Sega Genesis was amazing. Then they did the 32X and Saturn and Sega went from being a premier arcade slash home producer to nothing, to nothing. Yeah. Just wow. In, in, in what I would consider to be a fairly short time. Um, it's, it's a good, it's a good thing to bring up, but I would Atari say. Atari as well. Don't focus on them. Atari as well. Yeah. Atari. I mean, now it's like yeah. a name, right? <laughs> It's that's all it is. Yeah. It's just a name. It means nothing. Rahan's five dollar super chat. You can scam me with that manly beard. ACG appreciate you. Love your reviews. Here's five bucks. Buy yourself something pretty. Something pretty. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy myself a nice lacy bra and put it on in the next podcast. Wizard of Smoke five bucks. Have you guys tried Long Road North? It's a video game. No, it's a video game music video. It's a. Have you tried Long Road North? It's a video game music video by Cult of Luna. Amazing concept. Do you guys like those types of games? It's a video game music. So I'm assuming um, like you're putting the music video together. I don't know what this is, man. I'll check it out. I love this kind of shit. I love this kind of stuff, man. So have you guys, any of you guys? 
even heard of this? It says it's an interactive music video of a song. Gotcha. Daniel says, ACG looks like Keemster. No, I'm older than Keemster, so technically he looks like me. Huh, interesting. I haven't (laughs) heard of that. I'll check it out. Let's see. T9Con, Super Chat. Just wanting to say thanks for your work. I picked up Songs of Conquest based on your recommendation from last week's podcast. Technically not mine. That was Abs and Reg, who um, seemed to think that game was like the bee's knees, man. Really far along. Go ahead. Very polished, very pretty. That's awesome, man. And that's early access. So there you go. Yeah. Right? We were just talking about early access. There you go. Uh, Zuckaroo, no, Zuckus07, $5 super chat. Thanks for the super chat, guys. You guys don't realize um, it it distinctly helps the channel. The top five intro made me play Black Mesa for the first time. The remake is incredible. I can only imagine what Half-Life was like for the first time in 1998. Well, 1998 yeah. looked fucking awesome because it was 1998. Yeah. It's photorealistic, true, dude. True that. Abzi was grabbing the footage for it and my brain hadn't seen Half-Life in a while. And so we were like putting it, the trailer together for this top five and I was looking at it going, oh. Like, oh. Oh, damn. Yeah, damn. <laughs> but this this Black Mesa, so that people know, I believe, is it fully done? Or is yes, it? Yes, they finally, yeah. they like a couple of years ago, they finally made, like it took them five or seven years to make the send levels uh like the alien yeah world. i heard they were having issues um, with the alien world that's what it was but uh but yeah they finally got done with it isn't that awesome guys we have a full remake and valve didn't go yep. after them which i don't know how no, that no. occurs i don't know if valve just is okay or if they contacted valve but that's a full remake of half-life no, so well, if you guys yeah, get a yeah, chance the, the, there was contact between them as far as i know there was contact so there you yeah. go nice. so if you guys get a yeah. chance and you haven't played half-life Black Mesa's wow. there to update you to maybe last gen's graphics. Maybe this Not I don't bad. I don't know um like how close it is to like today, but I mean I played Vampire and that's today and it was close to ten years ago. So we'll get to that. Those models, dude. <sighs> the game looks cool, but like the models though. Dude. By the way, Black Mesa, I just was looking it up. Uh it was uh one of the first ten titles to be voted on by fans by the green light pro system yes. back then you remember mm. that green light was ago. ages ago yeah yeah. yeah um space channel five two dollar super chat i had an intellivision and a zx spectrum as a kid yeah i i i remember the intellivision i never let's move on mm. though sleeve did into gaming Okay, let's do one more super chat. Roz, $5 super chat. Picked up Tales of Arise off you all's recommendation. Been in touch with my inner week all week. With my inner weeb, I bet you, is what he said. Yeah. Probably. I yeah. bet you. Yeah. With my inner yeah. weeb all week. Now, if V Rising would make controller support. Hmm. True. Hmm. Oh, does, oh, it's missing it. Um, Tales it of Arise is my first excellent Tales game. And it's not the best, probably. But what I mean is... I like it. Something about Tales of Arise worked for me. I don't know how to, I, I, compared to the others, maybe it was just, I finally caught what they, it looks current. Maybe it plays pretty current. It's got some issues, but I thought Tales Did of Arise. Did it have really English cool. voices or was it all like Japanese? It, no, it, it had. Did it? It had English voices. Yeah. It had English voices. Yeah. But okay. I think it was yeah. the one where it does the one word sometimes. Cause I think some places oh, are full right. Voice yeah, voice. for sure. Uh, last super chat and then we'll get going a joint effort five dollars have you guys heard of a vr game called war remains made by dan carlin which shows you what it was like on the western front of war war one no dan carlin's hardcore history right 
I'm almost 100 so, yep. Dan Carlin is the podcast, the hardcore history podcaster. I have not seen that. I'll check it out. I'm big into VR. All right, let's move on. We got we we actually do need to talk um, about games. So Johnny, eh. well, we've been talking about games the entire time, but I mean, we do need to cover the current stuff. Johnny, what uh, what game are you playing, or what games have you been playing? So the ongoing stuff hasn't changed, so I won't touch on that. But this week I've been playing uh, V Rising which is a game that a few people have been talking about uh, on, on YouTube. Early access, think like Lost Ark meets Valheim. So you're a, it's the gameplay of Lost Ark, kind of, but the building style of Valheim. And you're a vampire. So there you go. That's kind of the setup of the game. You can build castles. Um, and it's great. I've been, I've been really actually addicted to it. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about it today. We don't have to jump into it now, uh, but it's definitely the, something I wanted to to chat about. Reg, same game, right? No, not really. Oh. Uh, what, uh, I've barely played anything after injuring my back last weekend, uh, but what I did play was Siberia, the world before the new adventure game. Yeah, I liked what Pretty I saw. Pretty good so far, although I don't quite know where it will go story-wise because the, the, your main motivation of running around so far is kind of weak. Yeah, so I watched you stream. You were about an hour in. I watched you stream, and I'm pretty sure in that hour, we there was no story uh, move forward yep. moment. It was like, hey, I got a picture of a person. You know I'm, who this I'm is? currently <laughs> just walking around the town asking people, talking to them, because someone else told me I look like a person in a picture. Yeah. Like, that's my motivation of being there. <laughs> I liked what I saw. Games got a fucking amazing reviews. Probably the best reviews of a Siberia game I've seen so far. Um, I think it looks awesome. He had some frame rate issues, bad ones, but it was only on his PC, right? You said Steam Deck yep. for some reason ran it fine. Yes, I tried with the same settings on PC, like 720p medium graphics, everything. So and weird. that one scene still only 21 FPS. On the Steam Deck, log 30, no issues. I, I don't know why it doesn't drive my graphics card. Elden Ring magic. Also, yeah. they fixed it. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was playing that. What I saw graphically, man, Siberia is easily current. Oh, the voice acting is also very good. Voice acting and the writing was so, and we'll talk about Vampire, but it was like coming out of a game like that which I wanted to like, but didn't. And then, and then to see like this, I was all, Oh, that's how writing should be in a game. Like full sentences. And even though it didn't put, I could say that, but there was no plot. So maybe it's not the best writing, but at least what, what I saw of the tangential bits that Reg was playing, yeah. the game fucking looks good, sounds good. And, and had some really good writing. So, I mean, Although I did, I did then games. afterwards, after trying to figure out why it ran so poorly in that, specific scene on my PC see that they are using Unity engine and I was like uh okay right yeah you never know no with Unity questions. right no more questions yep. <laughs> uh what about you Silver what's like what's the main title you've been playing this week if anything if you haven't it's fine uh mostly um Lego Star Wars uh Skywalker mm. uh gotcha enjoying it uh for the most part um i'm finding it quite fun um there are some nickels here and there i found it surprisingly buggy actually like scripting broke quite a few times for me where i had to restart the game um but yeah i'm like i mean i have to say that what they really really did well was just the sheer scope of character selection you have and like 
the way some of these characters can interact with each other, like uh, hanging around like Count Dooku and uh, General Grievous, like uh, walking together and stuff, like mm -hmm. having voice lines together and stuff like that. That works really, really well. Um, like yeah. I think they re they really, really nailed that aspect. Um, and and yeah, it's I mean it's it's a lot of fun for an old Star Wars fan like myself uh, to sort of <laughs> go back into that sort of nostalgia. Um, okay, did you start chronological? So are you going like episode one? Yeah, I started with nine? episode one, and then yeah. I went through. Yeah, as in prequels. Yeah, the prequels first. I have a Phantom Menace first, and then yeah, on from there. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I thought that game. You know, I mean, it had a delay or three, right? At least one big one. Um, it they it's they've been working on it a long time, but what I saw and what I got to play, I was really impressed with that game, and I hope they it's, I hope they continue building on. It's also, I mean, it's for the most part, I think the humor is pretty good. Like it's it, it's consistently funny, but it does it does struggle a lot with the more sort of serious Star Wars stuff, like the scene with Anakin's mother and stuff. Um, they're a bit of they're a bit of a miss, I think, with with this game. Um, which is also, I mean, that that's a difficult topic to sort of make fun of or or, or parody. Uh, so so that's granted, but I don't think they quite manage it. Yeah, for sure. Thanks everybody for all the uh, uh, different games that you guys have been playing. I appreciate it. Also, if you get a chance, I would love for you to go to Twitter and Facebook and stuff and post uh, that we're doing the podcast. Next up, oh, the affiliate link. I had a note even here. If you guys buy from Amazon or you buy Epic Games, you can uh, use the affiliate link. That does help out the channel. I got to pimp at least one or two. Moving on from there, let's talk about news. De uh, so Death Stranding, we knew that there was probably something happening, but then Norman Reedus did an interview for a, a, a website about all things entertainment. And they were talking about everything. And I don't know if Norman high as fuck or if he realized what was happening or if he was told it was okay but the, the 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 person who was interviewing him was like yeah you know you're doing a book you're doing the ride tv show you're doing all these shows you're doing you did this um you know death a uh, death training game and he's like yeah and we just started number two now here's the thing they said enough stuff that when he said the set he said we just started the second one you could interpret that originally as the second series because they are moving to him to but that's not what happened. The interviewer then asked him what it's like, and he, in current tongue, as in no past tense, he's talking about what it's currently like doing a, a video game. And and then it just, that's not a mistake. Like I So he didn't even notice it? He, he didn't, didn't stop like, oh. Well, I don't know if he noticed it. He might have been, it might have been something where he said, I have an interview, and they said, you know what? It's time to talk about it. We're going to give you free reign to talk about it. Uh, I don't know. But Norman he didn't is, react like he had fucked up. No, and they didn't edit it to, I mean, they could have removed it too. And they didn't. Right. I mean, yeah, so yeah. they say, you know, and he said, yep, we just started the second one. And they were like, what's it like working on a video game? And then he just goes off about everything. So we're going to assume it's a, a, it's number two of Death Stranding. Some people said a prequel would be nice. Um, what do you guys think about, I know you guys all have played it, I believe. What do, what do you want from a Death Stranding? Would you want a prequel? Would you want a sequel? Do you want same, like, what do you want? Well, honestly, I would want? say nothing. <laughs> nothing? <laughs> because I thought uh, the game was uh, like perfectly self-contained without an, any need mm. of prequel, sequel, or anything. Gotcha. Anybody else? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I would agree. I don't really... F I mean, a lot of the... Some of the... Uh, I mean, most of the lore appeal of 
the original Death Stranding was the mystery of it, of sort of unveiling the background of of the the like the apocalypse of um, of Sam Bridges's background, his his personal history, uh, all those things, uh, and and those mysteries have all been solved. So I don't, I sort of struggle to to think what what would be potentially interesting mysteries for for a sequel to introduce. Um, and I don't know that it would work, the game would work anywhere nearly as well without that sort of element of mystery to it that, that was in the original. Johnny? I think that I'm a bit torn. On one side, I would like to see some characters explored their pasts. So, you know, like some of the characters that we see, what were they up to 10 years ago or something, right? That'd be cool. But we know that the state of the world was way different back then. So you can't really, I don't think you really have the same setup for the same type of gameplay with the UPS delivery stuff, right? Because mm -hmm. stuff was up and running back then, I think. So if you want to preserve the current gameplay, like maybe you only you can only go into the future. I don't know. Yeah, it's... Well, let me answer the question accurately, you motherfucker. It's coming, so it doesn't matter what we want, right? It's coming. We're, ju we're just going to say it's coming. So I'm going to say it this way. What would get me to play it, right? What would get me yeah. to be more interested in this, or what would get you guys to return to it, even though you didn't wake up saying it's needed to be done? I would say a prequel would be cool, because I know that some things were wrapped up, but it is a Kojima game which is a lot like a J.J. Abrams kind of thing where he throws, he has no clue what he's doing 90% of the time. Right. And right now that's a big thing. Right now people I think are okay with open-ended everything. But I think that a prequel would work well because I think there is a gap of time there. And there are mm -hmm. some characters, maybe somebody I don't know, but maybe somebody mentioned in an audio log somewhere that people are like, that's an interesting character, blah, blah, blah. Now it is Norman though. So then you have to say, well, if it's him, <laughs> yeah, right? So what I'm saying isn't really going to work with him. So let's say it's, it is him. Then it does change like what the expectations from it could be. Now he could be showing up in, you know, audio logs, but I don't think that's it. It's Norman Reedus. He's hot right now. Most likely he, he'll be the main character. So that does right. change even my suggestion of a prequel, because then you have to look at him and go, what do we need, you know, from him? What do we need? And and what's available as a story afterwards? And that does... Well, the only thing I can oh, go ahead. really think of uh, would be a different location. Yeah. Like what happens at another country? Mm -hmm. With Norman, though? Like what? Does he get on an airplane? Or yeah, like yeah that's, that part is an issue. But right. like German Norman. thinking of just... what I want. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's... Yeah. it's it's funny because you can think, oh, a prequel would be cool, but then now that we know he's the one who said it, it wasn't like a leader. There yeah. was the teleporting umbrella, so. <laughs> there you go. Use the thing from Metal Gear, the, what were those called, where you could, you could put balloons on people? There was a particular name for oh, that. Oh, God, that mothership. I hated that. You liked it? I don't know why I didn't like it. I, I mean, I liked it. it. I, I ballooned liked the everybody. Yeah, there was a everything. name for it, though. Rappel, <laughs> Claptrap. Yeah, Fulton. 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 Yeah, Fulton. I knew there was some like yeah. weird name for it. Flat Attach that shit to everything you can see. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would. I, I would go the old-fashioned route and actually summon the helicopter and and put mm. them on the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you you could attach it to yourself as well for fast yep. travel. And so they didn't perfect. even tell you that. 
wasn't I, I, as far as I remember. I never knew that. Version, you, I, yeah, I you, didn't know. You needed you needed uh, like the old the, the ultimate upgrade to be able to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. No. So so we do have. I mean, we do have all this. It's he could be working on the rumored Boondock Saints Battle Royale game. Boondock Saints Battle Royale. <laughs> Norman's been in a lot of shit though, man. I first thing I saw him yeah. in was Blade Two. You know, a pudgy Norman Reedus. Like, and oh, you he saw was him there, huh? I loved him, but he didn't look like an. Uh, let's be honest. Norman's the opposite of a big. Norman's definitely got a Johnny Depp. I probably am pretty dirty, smelling a lot of the time. Look to him, <laughs> and I love Norman. But he, you know, <laughs> super black yeah. bags under his eyes. He did Blade Two, and he was just pudgy and dirty looking. And he, they played that character to his. That was what he was. They wanted. Yeah, and to see him achieve absolute, utter, unbelievable success is awesome to me. Crazy, like, yeah, it's crazy. And they were talking to him about how working on the TV show, and he's, like, I love it. And they were like, you don't get tired after twelve years, and he's like, dude, I dr I motorbike into work. The people I love are here, and I get to I get to play this character that I've aged twelve years as well. So now yeah. not only is he aged, but I've aged. And so I can play him different now than he when he grew into the character. Dude, He started, e as he says in the interview, I started eating squirrels and killing everybody. Like that was his character. So I don't know if you guys remember him at the very beginning. He yeah. was with Michael. Um, the other, Mike, not, Oh, the other actor. I can't remember his, his brother who, um, who he ends up uh, chaining to the, to the roof. Like yeah, you know, who cuts I, his own hand off. Yeah. It's just so cool to see him grow, and it's cool to see him do video games. So I'm excited for, I'm not excited for Death Stranding, too, but I am excited. I'm excited to be excited, if that makes sense. Let me ask you this: Is there something about the gameplay that you could put your finger on, like if they changed that Michael one Rooker, thing? Thank you, Blade. If they changed one thing, would I want to play it? Like, it would cause you to be more interested, or significantly more interested? No. So it wasn't just one thing, right? It was just overall. Yeah, it was just overall not my thing. It was not, not you know, I tease thing. it all the time, but it's like, I, I'm not an idiot. I, like, I can tease it and say I hate it and say it's a bad game. Yeah, we but can talk about knows, pop music. And everybody shit knows on I'm it, but... joking when I say, like, it's a bad game. It's obviously when I see yeah. that many people like it, I don't have, I'm like, okay, they're just, that didn't hit me. And I'm okay with that. Um, I, I'll tease it to no end because I still don't understand why people like it but <laughs> i do get it and uh but no nothing did if something pops up though maybe a little less out there i know that sounds okay. weird but remember when they were like you can pee in the water that the baby's in you know and all this stuff and they were like they were sort of playing the oh, you can you can pee where other people online pee and that grows mushrooms and stuff yeah. like that so yeah, yeah. so to me i would rather see them less you can also pee to scare away the less the screwy if that makes sense less screwy and more like Here's something tangible that I can, because I'm not really into the mystery box, Kojima. Metal Gear was fine, but the more he goes, the more any game goes out of its way, it's got to pull me back at some point. So we'll have to see. Uh, let's see. I'm okay with the Saints Row art style. Oh, people are talking about Saints Row. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second, actually. Saints Row. Well, we can talk. We can move on. Death Stranding. Anybody in chat, if you have any questions about Death Stranding, we can always go back for it. But over overall... Number two's coming. So if you love Death Stranding, something is happening. <laughs> I don't he added races though, didn't he? In the DLC. They added full on like like races and stuff oh, yeah. into Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. So who knows what they'll do, you know? Like it, it could be pretty it could be pretty weird. 
Um, let's talk about Saints Row. Does anybody care? Yes. Kind of like I care generally about things in the world that I don't know much about. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So, That's... do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. A little bit. It's like, bit. there's something there. Uh, it Ace could be cool. Caring. It's it's in my radar, mm -hmm. but I'm not like, you know, uh, having my people talk to other people based on <laughs> like yeah, your people need to talk to my people so I can cover Saints Row. <laughs> That's not what you're doing. Yeah. Um. What about you guys? What about uh, Silver? Um. Saints Row. What we're seeing. Anything? I haven't seen anything, any of it. Okay, so well, that really answers to it. There you go. What about yeah. you, Reg? <laughs> I've wow. also seen yeah. nothing new. Okay. Let me tell you guys real quick what they're yeah. doing. They've made it a point that they're removing most of the craziness, and that's a problem for me. Yeah. Uh, and the, that's wasn't that's that the selling point? That's what they yeah, established themselves on. And uh, um, what I have seen has been the blandest looking game. That's open world. It reminds me of Agents of Mayhem, where you could tell that they, it's almost like somebody got scared with the customization and craziness of Saints Row. So all the stuff afterwards that are involving the same people or the same companies, they've gone completely the opposite way. And they're trying to almost make, like, not, maybe not serious, but remove all that craziness. And what we're getting is the blandest looking shooter I think I've seen in years. Like I've watched those trailers multiple times. I've watched a developer interview, watched a behind the scenes for making, and it looks like a free to play game, if that makes sense. You know how some free to play games, mm. they, they some are out there. Genshin Impact is like, people are, look weird and big boobs or whatever, wings. Yep. But then some don't do anything special. They You could close your eyes and say, this is World of Warcraft, because it looks like its art style is identical. That's what Saints Row is looking like to me. There's no I, identifier for it. I get the feeling that Volition may have sort of been a victim of their own success in that you think like, so? they, went so, they went so over the top with Saints Row 4. Right. With like the superpowers and, and everything else in that game. That they basically are reduced to how are we ever going to top that? Like, how are we ever going to go beyond that? That's that's not going to be possible at all. I uh, think maybe that maybe there's an element of that. I don't know. No, I yeah. I mean, that's I, I, I mean, I thought Saints Row one was jokey, but obviously way pulled back from two, three, four, five, go to hell, all those games, right? I wouldn't mind more of a one where they had Michael Rooker and they had all those, not, not Michael Rooker, Michael Rappaport and all those guys doing it, right. but it doesn't look like that. It looks like generic and everything's like, even, even their trailer just showed different versions of the same characters like customization, but it was literally, it was like that free to play customization where you get a green shirt or a black one. And you notice that the model doesn't even glitch because all it is, is a palette, like a complete 100% palette swap. It's like, boom, boom. It's almost like you're in Photoshop and you just hit fill black, fill red, fill purple, and you're just filling that spot with color. And that's what it's looked like to me. It's just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's sad because I love Saints Row and I do think that they could do some stuff, but it feels like they're nervous, man. I mean, we are in a politically weird world right now. Maybe they're so nervous they don't think they're Rockstar uh, games where they might be able to get away with something. Maybe they're just that nervous about having st stuff that is considered 
something somebody may have a social people in chat about. are yeah, missing ahead. the the dildo from the melee weapon dildo from other games yeah it is weird but, too since are three and four since are three it is weird too that um they like they've made a point just so you guys know of saying we like that's a point where they're like we definitely won't have that in the game and you're like yeah it's, that, that's why I brought it up because that to me is weird. It is the fact it that is. that stands out as because you know now and nowadays it's polarizing. It's difficult, right? But right, this I mean, sexuality isn't one of those things that's actually difficult because everybody's pretty like progressive nowadays with that sort of yeah. stuff, uh, like on mm. whatever side of the political uh, you may spectrum follow. you are. But yeah, it's interesting. It's sad, man. It's sad because it does. It feels like, you know, the it would be like Duke Nukem not cussing, not showing the one-liners, and them pointing out that that's why it's going to be good. It's almost a little bit like saying, if you liked our old stuff, we don't want you. I don't want to say it that way because that is opening up a whole can of worms, but it's it it feels like it's like, oh, we're better than that, or, oh, you know. That was cool back then, but it's like there's still 14-year-olds who do think that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like when you get older, you can't think what it was like to be younger. So you're like, we're all mature. It's like, no, we're not. No, we're not. Some people are going to love a dildo bat. They're going to think yeah. it's the great thing in the world, the greatest thing in the world. And we do see multiple companies sort of shying away from this stuff. I think it is I think it is a scary time for a company. They're very mm -hmm. nervous um, about doing that kind of stuff and um you know because there are campaigns i mean we see them we see campaigns for the crate we've seen campaigns remember the one company didn't do chinese translations for one of their steam games and like yeah. they got you know because steam let's be honest steam's review system is completely broken untrustworthy should never be used is still up and running i firmly believe that i i absolutely think that's broken and in no way shape or form accurate and currently the ability for somebody to review bomb that and put campaigns out for that just goes to show how easy it is to manipulate those. Other, There's no restriction, right? You could play 400 place. hours of a game and give it a terrible score. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's, it's, we're, we're in a weird, a weird spot for a yeah. Saints Row game. I think GTA, those guys just get lucky. They're too big, right? Yeah. They just, they're, or not too big, but because they get hit with the, crunch don't they doesn't rockstar get hit with crunch reports a lot of times where people are like yeah. working there has got a lot of crunch um so I yeah guess i mean there was, there was tons of crunch on red dead too yeah uh johnny i'm sorry i think i was interrupting you oh no, no don't worry a bit of a tangent but since you mentioned that thing with the steam reviews it's funny because i've heard from a lot of people that they use that as their primary review system so when they're looking for a score or like how good a game is or if it's worth picking up uh i actually know like a couple people who specifically look at steam reviews versus even like full-on video reviews and stuff i know we, people who believe the world's flat though but but you're right there's no restriction or there's nothing that no but i mean i i right? also use steam reviews a lot to like look at games but I don't look at the score. Like I look at what people right, write. Right, that's the context of it. You know what you need to do, Reg, for me? I'll pay you. Figure out a way to use the IP, uh, API to make a word cloud of the reviews. 
You know what I mean? Those word clouds. So if you oh, see nice. tech issues yeah. pop up as the main one, do you get what yeah. I'm saying? So if it says, yeah, if you yeah. hit the button and the word cloud says no Chinese translation, then a person could look and be like, okay, no, because I do word clouds for my own reviews. I'll or do the review mm. and then I'll grab the, uh, the Google translate and I'll go, did I repeat myself? Did I, you know, it, did I, what, what's the main thing? You can do it with your, um, with your comments as well. So if the comments come up and you see one comment coming up, like you forgot the rating as I've done in the past, I'll be like, whoa, I need to, you know, that's some info with steam reviews. I would love a word cloud. It would be so useful to just hit a button and go. Yeah. yeah. And but you some, yeah. sometimes you scroll down and you look at the negative reviews and everyone has like, say, for example, GPU problems with yep. the game. Yeah. Yep. You're like, okay, well, that's or the word problem. recently, <laughs> recently. That happens in mobile reviews all the time. Five-star mobile reviews. You're like, I'm going to get this game. You hit to get the game, and the fucking last 55 recent reviews are all one. And there'll be like money, trans, uh, uh, microtransactions were added, whatever. If you did a word cloud, you might be able to see those. Do a word cloud for Revelant. Uh, uh, um, Revelance, that's not a Revelance. Is that a right word? Relevance? Relevance, thank you. Yeah, probably. I switched my yeah. consonants. <laughs> do one for that. Do one for time. Have the ability to see those. Um, I think, and we're going to talk about Metacritic because I don't know if you guys saw that link I posted and we'll just drive directly into this. So from, from we were covering Saints Row, then we were talking about reviews and Steam. Let's talk about Metacritic. Dude, so, by the way, I was not. just Googling for, for your suggestion and it's a user script that exists. Nice. Whoa, can you pop that? Can you uh, DM that to me, please? Yeah. That's fucking fantastic. I'll cover that in the next podcast. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's awesome. That's the most amazing thing. We, okay. We should make an app out of that, Reg. We'll make a mobile Dude, I'm app. I'm telling you, out I'll pay you thing. guys. So <laughs> so here's something I wanted to talk about. Um, and and I want to see what everybody thinks about this. But basically, Saber's CEO was doing an interview and basically said the days of Metacritic determining how well a game sells are long gone. Two things to this. One, I didn't know Metacritic really impacted sales. What I mean by that is I know they impacted uh, bonuses for companies, but I wasn't aware that how much, and I don't know if there's even a real way to correlate because I've seen some shit games do amazingly well sales-wise for years. But he's saying this as well, saying that the days of Metacritic's, uh, that score being a thing has gone away. And we've talked about Game Pass, right? PlayStation's now gonna have demos and streaming. Um, Steam reviews are there, and then you you have all these other different um, ways of getting games, marketplaces, and all this. D would you guys agree? Did you guys ever think Metacritic made a big? Did you guys ever think a low Metacritic score actually made a huge impact in sales? I yeah. guess I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I've I well huge and huge. I thought it made yeah, it's not a some great word. impact, yeah. but I thought certainly that the conventional wisdom in the industry was that there was a significant effect. Some type of correlation. From, yeah. And that, that this was a large sort of conventional wisdom within the industry and held mm -hmm. among sort of mainstream corporate boards or whatever, which is yeah. sort of the the principle behind why they tied it to bonuses. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, What were you going to say, Reg? I, I don't, I mean, I don't know personally, but I don't think it did because you also had very high-ranked games, high-rated games that did not do well. Yeah. Um, so I think it was more like word of mouth, maybe advertisements that had a much bigger impact than any 
like average scores. Yeah, but then you can make the argument whether your word of mouth and so forth are in part fueled by the Metacritic as well. But wouldn't well. word of mouth also have pushed the good games that didn't sell well? Yes. Not yeah. No. Not necessarily. You, so the you users think users agreed. So you think a bad user score might impact sales more than a good user score on Metacritic? Not yes. user score, I'm sorry, Metacritic score. Okay, so you're yeah. thinking that it's possible especially, that especially because, I mean, it's it's also a huge part of game branding, or it's been that way. It, it has, like you, it has. Like you look at like uh, the Steam score Accolade page trailers and, stuff, and, and it's right yeah. there a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, like how movies will market themselves on their IMDb rating. Right. Similar right. to that. Right. Um, and maybe so it's, because it's been a huge part of that. And maybe because a bad rating is just stopping you from buying where a good rating not only needs to be good, but also force you to spend money. There's probably less of yeah. a chance for those two steps to occur for you to buy a game versus the one step of seeing a horrible think, score and being like, yeah, I'm I not going to get it. I think it is less that, oh, this game is a 10 on Metacritic. I'm going to go buy it than it is. Oh, this game is 60 on Metacritic. I'm not even that, oh, you know what? It. That's a valid that's a valid point because there is two steps I, to the pot. Go ahead, Rich. No, I'm just wondering how many, like, what percentage of uh, purchases even look at review scores at all. It's I don't think it's, it's a true. high percentage. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it it depends on what you mean by review scores. Well, we Metacritic, because we're, let's you, ju yeah. just Metacritic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it may, I mean, if you're talking, if they actually go to Metacritic to look up the game, I agree. But if you go to the store page. And the Metacritic is right rating there. is right there. Yeah, it is on Steam, right? Is it on Epic? Oh, yeah. Do they yeah, do? I think they added does it. Does Epic yeah. add? Oh, okay. Yeah, so those are all good points. And does Xbox, mm. does PlayStation? Because if they are all doing the internet movie database kind of uh, platinum certificate score kind of thing, then that would, yeah, that I could see that being a thing because definitely Steam, I mean, it's right there. You know, the badge is yeah. right there telling you where it rated. That's it. Yeah, I totally forgot that Steam in includes it directly so did I. as well. But I still do believe that it is possible that a good rating has a harder time because of the money. Like, yeah. one one's easy. It's bad. I'm not buying it. You're, yeah. you, you, no, there is no yeah, negative. I completely you know? agree. Yeah. So, but, but Steam review, Steam allows a return. So are we, is maybe that's what he's saying too, is that with, maybe he was just talking about Metacritic, but when then you look at returns now are more viable on Steam. So maybe I think it's also just that alter alternative media has just become so prevalent today from like YouTubers to, yeah. to everything else that Metacritic is less of a factor than it, than it's ever been that much like mainstream media in general is less of a factor than it has been traditionally. And you know why this, that makes sense, dude. I was looking at a video. It's it's very easy to become accustomed. So we have like 500 to 1,000 people watching a podcast, and it's easy to think 500, 1,000. But then you realize if you put 1,000 people in a, in a fucking a, a large room, you'd be impressed. You'd be like, dude, that's 1,000 people. But I have reviews that have hit a million. So the idea that a million people saw that versus a million people going to Metacritic. So me yes, I can see where YouTube and, and those kind of reviewers, then they matter more. Because that's a massive number of of people who are checking out that that thing, and I think that's also right. why that's also why companies like streamers more because streamers don't give reviews, and it's 
I mean, not to be, I mean, I've, I'm talking to huge streamers right now on Twitch behind the scenes about what they do, how they deal with it, how I deal with stuff. They're, I mean, top streamers. And it is dramatically different what they can say and what they do say versus what I can and do say. And mm. yeah, that makes all this, I get it. I get, I get where you're coming from. It's a big deal. I think it's way too convo. Like you'd need AI to figure all this shit out. Because like there's too many variables to figure out what matters more and what's what's impacted right. something more. But it's a good I mean, it's it's a good thought process. Um, I missed a couple super ch uh, uh, super chats. I'm going to hit them real quick and then we'll uh, close this up and go to the next bit. All right. So we got a super chat from Space Channel 5. Two dollar, two pound super chat. Saints Row was stupid, but it was never malicious. That's a very good. That is a. I'm. That's a good explanation of Saints Row. Good descriptor. I mean, maybe there was some malicious stuff that now we consider malicious that back then wasn't considered malicious. Um, maybe. Yeah, there was a couple things, I think, in Saints Row 2 and 3 that were maybe um, anti-homosexual, anti-lesbian, maybe character-like uh, stuff that you could do. But overall, I, I would agree with that. Pete, 89, $5 Super Chat. I mean, the I like, jokes were certainly crass. Yeah, they were crass. I like falling. I like falling asleep with your walking the walk videos playing in the background. Glad you have a pl playlist for it. Hey, man, glad I can put you to sleep. That sounds terrible. <laughs> that is sounds that a compliment? Or <laughs> it is a compliment, but I see those kind of things yeah. a lot of times because people love. That, and I'm like, man, uh, Rahan's two dollars super chat. So I'm hearing Steam needs to list ACG reviews. They do. If I review the game, you should see it. <laughs> they do. What What are you laughing about, punk? You not think I'm you'll worthy have, of Steam? You'll have just above Metacritic. You know, I, 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 ne for I, a never, I never look at those. Oh, yeah. True. On Steam. Yeah. Never, ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that as Reg is just... <laughs> whatever. <laughs> IGN for sure. All right. What else do we got here? Um, we had a ton of news. What was the other big news? Let's talk about AAAs. Gearbox. 20... No. Gearbox has seven to eight AAAs. Embracer has 25 AAAs. Mm -hmm. Gearbox listed... Well, more sorry. than 25, so 25 and a half or something. 25 and a half AAAs, and we don't know what their money amount is for their AAAs, which I think is a viable thing to, to like mention. So we're looking at this, though. 20, let's say... So that's a total... Let's say 30... What do you guys think? 15 coming in 2023? Or do you think we're going to see some of these in 2022? Weren't they super spaced out and I, it's like 25 till 20? I thought it's 27. Seven? I thought I saw 27 in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We know Embracers said 27 for sure. Embracers dropped the job. Dude, I no. could be dead. That's many years from now. Like 27, yeah. just so, five years. That's almost as long as no. I've been doing YouTube. So it's like. Mm. The entire world, everything could change, man. We could be speaking Russian. So if you look at like True. 25 or 30 AAAs spread out um, for four years, you could get one every three months. I think I'm doing my math right. About one every three months if they were released perfectly, right? Which they won't. That's not bad for just two companies. Well, I say yeah. just two companies, but Gearbox Pretty bought crazy. everybody. And so did, so did Embracer. Gearbox bought yeah. like a, a ton of companies. And so another that, thing on that is that Embracer was talking about Tomb Raider. They're very excited to do projects for Tomb Raider, including remakes and stuff like that. 
And I I I, I found it interesting that they they're talking about remakes. Yeah. Because I mean the recent games their remakes aren't good. I guess they're like reboots, right? In mm -hmm. some way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. they are kind of they, more reboots than I mean they ain't man right. guys those those remakes are so old that the games don't have any quality of life to them. Uh improvements, yeah. you know? Like mm. Oh man, mm. I don't know. I want to if I man, I don't know about you go ahead, go ahead. Silver. Uh I mean the the Crystal Dynamic trilogy I thought was very good. What was that? Crystal Tomb Raider uh Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow. Rise and Shadow, the right, recent those, ones. Oh yeah, th no, those were good. I'm talking about yeah. taking the old games and remaking them without quality of life, which is what we have got from Embracer. Right. I mean, we did get. Um, I mean, when 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 uh, Crystal Dynamics first rebooted Tomb Raider with uh, the Tomb Raider Legend, oh, and then okay. Tomb Raider Underworld, and then they made they actually remade uh, the original Tomb Raider as Tomb Raider Anniversary. So it was a remake of the very original Tomb Raider game. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. Um, like they basically took all the gameplay elements of like Legend and Underworld and put them into the original Tomb Raider and revamped That's it. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that, um, I'm, I'm all for it. I just, dude, uh, did you do um, Destroy All Humans? The remake? Like, no, but yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think it's a secret that remakes are not always of, of a high quality. Yeah. 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 I mean, we <laughs> right, saw the right. Assassin's Creed one. So even a huge company. Yeah. You know, um, which I didn't mind those because they were packaged. I think the one I did with the Ezio trilogy where the pack, the price, it was like you're getting a slight. Some things are improved. Some things are worse, weirdly enough. Yeah. Remember like Batman, the D-Master for Batman. Which one was that? It, the next gen D-Masters or whatever? I do yeah. think, I mean, it's, it, it is quite funny though to me that if, if they do it again, like this will be like, I don't know, the fourth reboot of Tomb Raider now, if they reboot it again after this trilogy. That's true. As long <laughs> as they keep uh, uh, Camilla Ludington as the voice actress, I'm all in. I, dude, I, man, I, yeah, she's I, very good. Dude, she's not only very good, I rarely have celebrity, true celebrity crushes, but holy shit. I, I absolutely adore her. And when she took over uh, Tomb Raider, I didn't know how it would turn out. I actually think it works. She, in my brain, she looks like the character. She sounds I mean, like she's like, she's, yeah, she's the best Laura we, we've had. That's no what question. I feel. I like, Easily. I, I yeah. really think that voice actors Lots matters. Of personality. And you get, right. And you get that. And she even said when she was doing the voice acting, she thought it sounded a little like torture porn because they were like, you have to record yourself getting, and she's like, oh, oh. but as she yeah. learned the character, those were like the first record. As she learned the character, she's invested in it. Even though, let's be honest, I don't think she would ever touch a game. I have never heard her say, I'm a gamer. And I think that's awesome, too, when you get a new person into games. Like, like Norman Reedus, for example, who's not in, who's not into games and then is embracing them. And yeah. going like, holy shit, this is a whole new thing we can do. Like an interactive thing that no one's ever thought of. I just can't wait till we get a Norman Reedus, Camilla Ludington, FMV fucking detective game. Like oh, Contradiction dude. 2 starring those yeah. two people. Like that's when, that's when we'll be hitting it off. Um, So what are some AAA, like what do you guys want to see from, would you want to see a no, would you want to see a Destroy All Humans 3 that was like now, like just, completely an original now is that a triple a to you guys 
Because I don't consider Destroy All Humans a AAA series. No. Okay. No, no, I don't think it is a AAA Deus series. Ex, I mean, we like, do, do we consider I mean, Deus Ex? Yeah. 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 Deus Ex is definitely AAA. Um, I mean, Wait, I, would, I would actually like to see a Destroy All Humans, but I think what you would have to do is make it, make it cel-shaded. I think that would help a whole lot. Uh, for like right. like an animated sort of cartoon style to it, yeah. Um, and then and then go heavily into the Mars like Mars attacks vibes. Yeah, that would be like cool that. if they that would be cool if they took more of the Mars even the look and the vibe of that. Yeah, that would be yeah, cool. like almost cool. Burton esque kind of yeah. Um, looking through here, I just want to pop off some of the people who've been here. Rahaz has been here forever. Grape Ape is in here. Kino Dude has been here since the start. Krell. Krelt I haven't seen in chat in a while, man. You've been you've been ignoring us, bro. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is. Whatever, he doesn't like us. It's fine, it happens. Uh let's see. We got Siri T, Francisco, Mad Clown, Dylan J. We always have Danowin, always in here. Case PB. Abzi was in here, but I think he's gone. Space Channel 5 has been here since the start. SBZ. Just reading some various names here. If I miss you, doesn't mean I don't love you. I don't, but Sterling W. Colt. Cold dog number seven. Dylan B. Uh, I'm the devil, K. <laughs> Robert Dresser. That's a terrible name. I hope that's not your real name. Robert Dresser. That's that's like something about that sounds really, that's a really generic name. It's not your real name, is it? If it is, change it to something cool. I'm just joking, people. They're going to take it serious. Just imagine playing StarCraft II and having a commander, but the units on the field are real people playing. We've had that. Guys, haven't we had a game where one person was like the dungeon master who controlled the armies, told them where to go, and then the players were... Yeah, we had plenty of those. We do. Planet, yeah. Is Planetscape 2? Did Planetscape 2 do that? Planet, Planet Side. Yes. Planet Side, so, Planet Side sort of did. Um, yeah, I mean, it did have sort of commanders who could direct the battle, and then you had the individuals, player, players playing... You also had um, like nat the natural selection mod, right? Um, True. Between like aliens and like uh, sort of colonial marines, where you had one player who was sort of the general for either side, who then built structures and organized stuff. It uh, also had a second game for each faction. Correct. Here, here's that, that that came out. It started as a mod, and then it was made into a full game. Full game for itself. I want to. I want to. Point this out. Thank you to somebody who just finally said the name of the game that I have. Every time this comes up, I always ask, and no one can remember. Savage is the game I've Savage. talked about. Savage. Tobias. Savage mm. allowed you to be the RTS commander and jump down and chop wood and do all the RTS stuff. You And it was, like, to me, that was mind-blowing. It was as mind-blowing as getting out of the car in a GTA game for the first time. And yeah. and thank you very much, because I had forgotten. Yeah, there was also, um, like... Soldiers, Heroes of World War Two was as well as a smaller you. scale one, uh, where you could, where you had were sort of um, directing troops isometrically, and then you could go down and take direct control over like individual troops and like aim their guns or like drive the tanks and and whatnot. Um, and it, that that's what eventually became, I think, Men of Valor, uh, the Men of Valor series. Um, there's a there's a lot of cool games that allow it. I would love I mean, to see those switches. I mean, of course, uh, Arma Three with Zeus. Um, the that's Zeus what system. it was. 
That's what I was thinking. Is but that was a mo- that was their add on, right? The zoo, like a yeah. DL was a DLC. It might have been free, but Zeus, yeah, allowed free, for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I, I just personally think those that that kind of stuff is what we are missing. So like a savage kind of game. I love the idea of 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 a person or people being able to switch and move that zoomed out view all the way. You yeah. know, like World of Warcraft used the, to, the or layers. not World of Warcraft, but. Um, those RTSs, yeah, StarCraft, where you scroll in, but you couldn't get all the way in. But the idea of in the future, what if somebody said, here's StarCraft, you're playing at RTS, but then somebody just zooms in their camera a little more, and now they're on the ground yeah. with their... And and maybe that guy becomes a leader of that area. You know, they get some bonuses as AI, but you're also able to fight. Like, th- that's next level for me. That's that's yep. awesome. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, there have also been, like, a couple of World War One games. Like, I think Verdun also had, like, a commander role for for players where they could like direct artillery and gas strikes and stuff like that. Um, any other triple A's the other uh, players could then call in tales of borderlands is coming from the borderlands guys. I don't know if that's considered triple a, but it is coming. Um, gearbox has a good number. Anybody in chat, if you have any mm. gearbox, yeah, stuff, home, home world three is one of home them, world three. Is that a triple triple a home world? Right. We would consider. Yeah. Home, yeah. Know, I, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Maybe not deserts of Carrick, even though it had my name, it, I don't think that one had the same, you know, it was a, it wasn't homework. It was like, it was homeworld because you were yeah. stuck on the ground. So, well, three is like the original homeworld. Yeah. Again. And three is the original. I think that'll be awesome. So, yeah. So you've got, in space. so you got homeworld, you got yeah. Deus Ex. I personally believe it's time to go find what is it, Warren Spector, wherever he is. Isn't he the original for Deus Ex, right, Silver? Yeah, he is. It would be awesome. If they were like, listen, we're going to give you the budget. Let's from old Iron Storm. Let's do this. Let's do Deus Ex like the first one, but technolo- like the technology of today. I, man, I, I would fucking kill for that. Um, do they own Ken Levine's? Ken Levine is independent. Okay. So, yeah, he's independent. Who else does Gearbox own? Um, they bought a couple companies. Embracer. I, think, also, I mean, Ken Levine's was irrational. I don't I actually yeah, he, know he who dissolved that. Who, it's I don't. Dissolved. Oh, it's completely dissolved now. Okay. Yeah, it's completely dissolved. He, and I think it's like, I mean, for, lately I've been following some of the stuff he's been doing. It's all been like GDC talks, and you know, so I haven't really seen much. Um, Molyneux I mean, was last seen scamming people. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Sadly, that is what a lot of sort of the the old titans that, that we grew up with are, are sort of doing from Sid Meier to... Uh, it is. <laughs> to uh, Will Wright. Almost to, consultant uh, yeah. kind of stuff where it's like, yeah, you know. And and Ken gets a lot of shit. I don't know if Phil Spector ever got crap for how he led teams, but, you know, um, Ken is more, I have no issue destroying stuff. Ken is a sculptor in a way where he'll add some clay and remove it. And I think a lot of developers may not be comfortable like that. Because Ken walked in and was like, I don't like this entire world. Let's redo it. And people are like, what? But yeah. to me, that's sort of why those games, I mean, whether we like it or not, that's why those well, games are considered. I would actually be really queer, curious to know, uh, Sid Meier, how much he is actually involved with Firaxis these days. I don't know. That's true. And, um, and civilization. But we do have these AAA games coming from them. So you guys, whenever we hear about like AAA games, whether, you know, ignoring platform for a second, because I don't even want to get into this actually, platform thing. We have well, a ton of good big games coming. Well, Go ahead. When did we get, when did we get Civilization VI? That's a well over three ago. years ago, right? Right. I think Civilization VI has been sitting you on DLCs. When, and... when, when will Civilization when will, VII yeah. come around? And what will it do? 
You know, like, yeah. will it just be a, a, like, what exactly will they do? I want another, what's the other civilization that I always saw? Uh, um, it was, you could yeah, go. They, they made the new one. You could go uh, into new, you could actually go or, into space in this one. A rival one. It, it wasn't by the Alpha, Alpha, Alpha Centauri. Was it, the sort of no, it wasn't the same company. It was oh, the, that was uh, so good. Not Rise. Is it Rise of Empires? There was a game that you could start there low. Was, that also was a game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's not what I'm thinking. I think that's not the term. There was an RTS where you started just like Civ. You do all that stuff. And then you could, not Galactic Civ, which is a good game. Come on, guys. Help mm. me in chat. You guys, come on. It's like Civilization, but you could you could progress to full-on space technology. Yeah. Rise, of, Rise of Nations. Beyond Earth. I think it's I think it's Beyond Earth. You know what? It doesn't matter. There's five games people have already dropped. So, one of those. <laughs> we'll just say. Yeah, it's cool, man. Got a lot of cool stuff coming from those guys. Empire Earth. Thank you. Isendur is the star of the chat today. Empire Earth is the game. Thank you very much. Feels good when you when somebody reminds you of the thing you've been. I don't thinking think about. I ever played yeah. into the space station that game. <laughs> it, I, and I don't I even remember if it went. With me. Yeah, I think it was just spaceships around the planet. But I do remember it was that next step, Silver. Like the next, right. it wasn't just hey, we're a spacefaring age. It was like we're going to show you, and it was such a good feeling. Um, any anything else from Embracer or from Border uh, from uh, <laughs> Gearbox? Gearbox. That you guys want to see? Would you guys want to see something done Borderlands that wasn't shooter, like a like a full on RPG? Honestly, when I when I read uh, how many AAA is uh, Borderlands, uh, Border, yeah, see there you see, go. See there you go. <laughs> Gear, Gearbox up. was producing. I was like, that's a lot of Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I so I hope that that's uh, there's uh, more different stuff. in Would there. you guys play a Wasteland three style Borderlands game? Because I would. I think a Wasteland three Borderlands. Yeah, I was actually going to say like uh, oh. they could do an RPG. Yeah. Like with with Borderlands. Um, I think that'd be great. Could also I, make like did did do you guys uh, did you guys ever play like one of the very first um, games Gearbox ever did was a kind of. I think they actually modded like Half Life into Gunman Chronicles as like a first person shooter. Oh, and that was a Western space game? Wasn't Kinda, it? Like yeah, Cowboys? Yeah, I yeah, do remember. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. That's wow, that's ancient, man. That's a yeah. long time ago. That brings <laughs> back some memories. I do, I did own, I did own that game too. Um, Star Trek. Who owns Star Trek? Does Borderlands own Star oh, Jesus uh, CBS, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's CBS true. owns Star Trek. But so who's been doing the Star Trek sure games? The CBS. new because they announced Prodigy yesterday. Did you guys see that? They announced a game based on the cartoon, the Star Trek Prodigy cartoon. No, I did not. Oh, yeah, and then they got yeah. the, the Star Trek game that's like Telltale's. I don't know who is develop, uh, developing slash publishing those. Um, and I maybe Star Trek doesn't uh, latch on because Cryptic does Star Trek Online, so maybe they're just shop, maybe they shop it. Luciton says a roguelike dungeon crawler Borderlands game. Oh, knock it off with the roguelike, man. I don't want to see. We don't. Rogue, <laughs> roguelike needs to. We're done. We're done, man. I'm so done with those. Um, let me look at uh, Johnny's excellent chat notes here. First of all, let's do indie game, actually. Let's do indie game. Over. Because you had an indie game in there, didn't you? I did. Yeah. And um, to be honest, it's one of the best games I've played this year. Um... 
It's uh, called uh, Gibbon Beyond the Trees. Uh, it is a 2D platformer with a really, really beautiful art style where you play as a gibbon. Um, controls are really simple. Really, you only have three buttons. You have one button for running, one button for swinging through the trees, and then you have one button for uh, basically somersaulting and gaining speed through somersaulting as you're in the air. Uh, like that, and the entire game is basically you going from one end to the other in perpetual motion. The game never stops. You don't have levels with transitions. It's just one long level from beginning to end, and mm. it lasts for about an hour or so. Like the main, the main, the main story mode in it. Um, as you go from A to B, and you progress through these sort of chapters where where things happen along the way as you as you make your way through sweet the train. um and i mean the feeling you get from when you build momentum and you're swinging through the trees it's a bit like spider-man but it feels even better like it it really sort of brought back the feelings of mirror's edge at its best to me like at its most joyous because you're just in perpetual motion and it's so fluid like the animation like the way the ape the gibbon ape is animated is so beautiful and so believable like the it's physics it's momentum uh and and the fluidity of how you transition from like vines to branches to vines to the ground as you slide and then jump in up into the air again and grab onto like the, the satisfaction you get from having from like making one long fluid motion through the level is just really really fun like i had a big grin on my face like 10 minutes into the game and it stayed there for most of the game and i really also appreciate how they actually take the mechanics of it and and use that to tell the narrative they want because the when the game starts out it is really joyous you're in the jungle you're swinging from trees and whatnot and then as you progress further and further on there are there are fewer and fewer trees and there's fewer and fewer stuff to swing from and your margin of error suddenly starts to grow slimmer as you start encountering more urban environments and logging camps and whatnot. And so where in, in the beginning, you had a lot of margin for error for like missing a branch because you would be able to grant to grab onto a branch, like lower down to the ground or whatever, all of a sudden that that option is no longer there. So you, so it becomes a lot more difficult for as, as the environment changes and, and sort of uh, humanity encroaches on nature. Um, I'm and, just reading some of the, the stuff that the, the the way the way they sort of portray that with um I I really really appreciate that it's like there is a very clear message to the game but it it does not come off as preachy um which I really appreciate and uh, the major is about deforestation right I mean that's what and and yeah, so deforestation, deforestation and, makes it and, difficult as you progress yeah and and, get and like and and Smart. and Gibbons being endangered as a result of um of deforestation and whatnot yeah. Smart. That's a smart way of handling difficulty too. Like tying difficulty. Yeah. We rarely get games that accurately tie difficulty to um to like the, the actual environment in a way. I gotta open up. I closed Zoom. There, there yeah, and, and again, it, like like <laughs> I like that. It, it like the the way it plays out where it's so much fun in the start because of how many options you have, and then gradually those options are taken away as a natural consequence of that progression. Like that's not something you see often in video games. That's often the inverse where you get more options. As yeah, you progress. that's true. Yeah. I like the idea of tying the difficulty into that in environment changing 
which is also the theme of the game. That's very cool. So that is called what is it called? Given. Just uh, given. it's out. It's out beyond the trees. Uh, it's out for a Switch and uh, PC on Steam, Excellent. and it's about ten bucks with thirty percent off uh, at launch. Games got nice. insanely good reviews from a couple people I trust. So yeah. Um, well, including silver, but I'm saying like out and about people who, who post reviews. Um, Pick says, "Gotta go, guys. My girlfriend came back early, so I have to go get drunk." Thanks for the pod. You're welcome. Enjoy. Cheers, man. A five dollar super chat. A joint effort. What's one type of games you guys do not enjoy? For me, I'm not a big fan of inventory management games and survival games, which I think go hand in hand. Um, any. Any games, I'm trying to think of how to word this where it's not just like, I hate sports games because I know that that's going to, you know, it can pop up easy. Is there any, is there any full genre that you guys are not into? Yeah, like sim racing. No, never... okay, there we go. Oh, God. Because yes. I, I think yeah. those games, they have, a, it's almost like a roller coaster. You know, when they say you have to be this tall to ride. Yeah. You have to be at least this good to enjoy yeah. a, a sim because if you if you don't have even the fundamentals like you're not gonna have fun you you know you're gonna go off the the track and the the learning isn't intuitive i i don't feel like at least for me so that's it's funny because left side silver or i mean left side was reg and johnny both sort of agreeing on that and right side's silver and i where that's like one of our favorite yeah. genres but it, yeah, here's what's funny yeah. nothing you said is wrong in fact, no, yeah, it, it, it's why you don't. I find you don't see a lot of people saying they've slowly got into sim racing, it's, right? It, you you almost you do see it sometimes, but most of the time, people are like, "That's just not for me." And they're yeah. it's it is difficult. And a car, guys, I love racing games. I I have raced cars and driven cars, and I can tell you, no racing game is even close to real. They're not. Uh, they're no. not. There's, I mean, you, you don't actually get the G's. You don't you get, get the G's, which is car. one of the yeah. major things. But ignoring <laughs> yeah. that, you adjusting in your seat around a corner and sliding a bit can completely change the entire yeah. way the game feels. So like there's, but I get it, Johnny. I, and I hadn't thought about that, but I get it that it, no matter how many, uh, no matter how many tutorials there are, if it's, it's not intuitive. It yeah. can't by, it can't. A sim in that way can't technically be intuitive. And I, I think if I sat down with you or someone who's able to explain stuff, and we, we would try to break down, okay, like, how does this work? What, what are the fundamentals of taking a turn, right? Like, you know, getting your space and, and developing a feel for it, it would work. I think I would It would work, but it, I don't but... know if you would want to continue. Like, if it's not, if you're not a gearhead anyway, that's gearhead moments at that point. If I'm talking about Apex right. returns, you're going to be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, who gives a shit? I'm just going around this corner. I, I could learn it and it could be fun, but it wouldn't be Passionate. Maybe as exciting yeah. as because for you, it's like shit. It's, you know, yeah. you're bringing in this passion. I, I get you. And another... it's, I've never thought about this. Uh, dude, it, it, uh, this twice now you've opened my eyes, Johnny. You're, you are now Look a worthwhile member of that. our podcast. Wow. Right now, first time <laughs> I'm, ever. I'm verified. <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> It, it, I love dirt too. I or dirt. I like the dirt yeah. games and I like them in VR, but I can tell you right now, even no matter how much I tell people they feel real or whatever, they technically do not. They yeah. and they never they never will. Like it it makes sense, man. That's that's a good point, dude, that they're 
no matter how intuitive a racer, it's almost like when you get some, when you're good, at, like when I'm good at martial arts and I'll tell somebody, oh, it's just this. And they'll be like, what? You're like, well, it's just for this. you, it's t like 10 years of yeah, yeah. feel. Yeah. And that's a good, that's a good yeah. point. Is there anything other than them racing? What about you, uh, Silver? Is there any, like, I mean, that's yeah. a, like, the, what's a genre? There, there's quite a few. I mean, um, action RPGs in the vein of Diablo or, or Lost oh, Ark. Oh, yeah. Really ISO. Are, are ISO. Not my, are, are not my cup of tea. I just find them monotonous and boring, like clicking all day, health potion clicking all day health potion pick up some loot i i get tired of that uh, clicking dude get that easily. apm up bro um, <laughs> also um <laughs> excel sheet games so like europa universalis or or stuff Evo like online. that not, yeah not really Evo oh, online oh, maybe reg did Evo online yeah. didn't he i've done Evo really? online yeah online, oh you too it yeah. is still it's a weird game. It is a spreadsheet. It yeah. is a spreadsheet. It, it, or And you don't have to play it like that, but you know that behind the scenes it is. Regardless if it's you engage is. in that, that is what... And you will jump up. Your efficiency in EVE would quad, quad billionth. Like, it, it would compound to unbelievable amounts if you embrace it. If you don't and you're like, I'm just going to sit in my ship and just do what I see. Yeah, yeah. The only exception even... to, the, to, like, the spreadsheet games that I would play... Uh, is football manager, but I haven't played that in 12. And let's be honest, years. that's because football more than the right. manager part. Right. Kind of. Yeah. And also just, yeah, the aspect of like, of there's a huge, it is because it's football, but also because there's a human element element to it mm -hmm. because it's football and it's familiar. So, you know, oh, these are players. I'm growing them as people as well and right. whatnot, sort of in an organization. Yeah, but uh, you're not out there doing like stripper manager. Okay, I don't know any other manager games right now. Shit stripper man, dude. It's like what listen, is, Daisy Yakuza? is killing it today. Dude, Yakuza yeah. is that, isn't it? Technically, with the uh, mistress, true. the yeah. hotels. The I mean, that's yeah. That. Um, I, yeah. I'll agree with Silver. Like for sure, those are probably my one of my least favorite as well. I uh, there's some I play that I love. I love Genesis, Darksiders Genesis. I thought that game was just primo. Right. I love yeah. Diablo 3 on console, primo, but I never gravitate towards them, ever. And like, oh, let's talk about this. So we finished that question. Let's talk about Vampire Dick Rising, D-Rising, or D-Rising, V-Rising, whatever it's v -rising. called. V-Rising. It's not, it's not V for... Vagina? It's not. The Vampire's no. Rising, right? No, bad character. Okay, yeah. so here's the thing. <laughs> no. That game looks like utter trash when you see it on streams and stuff. So I, yeah. I saw people talking about it. I'm like, oh, people like this game. And I looked and it fucking looks terrible, but you're not the only one who likes it. So why do you like it? Why? And does it, okay. are those just bad recordings? Is, do, are the graphics amazing? Cause what I saw looked bad. Okay. So the graphics are not amazing. Okay. I think I would put them. Yeah. Try to compare alongside. It. Divinity Original Sin 2, but with less polish, because okay, think that this is fair. an early title, uh, sorry, early access mm -hmm. with a smaller team. But it's that range that you okay. could expect when it's at its best, mm -hmm. okay? Here's what it does very well. The building is cool, which for me is a big part. Uh, so if you liked Valheim or those kinds of games and they grip you with, oh, you know, I want to do this project and, and get some... Um, some mats, you know, there's that part. But then what compounds it is that the, the combat is actually good. It's so it's responsive. 
it plays a little bit like Lost Ark or that Diablo style. And um, the fact that the combat feels good feeds into getting mats feeling good. So if you're, if you're a gamer like me who enjoys doing these projects, like building stuff, um, going out and getting mats is a big part of it, right? So these, these runs for mats or for whatever um, are fun because the gameplay is good. And as you hunt more targets, because you're this vampire that's like hunting uh, many, many targets. So there are like created bosses, a, a huge list of bosses that you hunt down. And each of them will give you either new shit you can build or new powers you can use. And the kicker is that you can configure your character how you want. So there, there are no classes or anything like that. Cool. You set out of the skills you unlock, you select them. Oh, I want this on my right click, whatever, right? Uh, I want this on my R. And you have fixed slots where you can have these skills. So you really make up your your build how you want it and the progression feels good it's kind of like it put those elements very well together and the aesthetics are really cool i would say so maybe it doesn't look as good as you know like yeah something super but you current, mean like the architecture but the baroque. the aesthetics yes yeah. like uh, i'll show you some Gothic. pictures later like some of the castles you can build and they're fairly simple it's not like there's anything highly complex going on but the aesthetics are nailed like the big walls and, and the environments, you know, with uh, big carpets and, and gargoyles, this yeah, sort of right. stuff. So it's, it's nailed, man. I have a question. Yeah, it's good. Here's what bothered me. And I told, I, I, maybe when I was telling Reg this, maybe he hadn't bought the game at this point, but one of the things I was telling Reg that I couldn't figure out is that I thought the building, what I saw of the building was like putting buildings down, where Valheim is like, you put a wall up. So mm. am I incorrect? Is so because you I build... want a game like Valheim where I'm building the window frame, the wall. Okay, so you're right. Valheim is way more granular with the building. I see. It's also way, way more jank, right? As a result, Va it's Valheim kind of goes is hand way more in jank. hand. Yeah, Valheim is way more jank. This Definitely. one yeah. is much more on rails. Does that make sense? That expression. It, I, I get what context? you're saying. Is, is it like almost like blueprints versus more blueprints? Okay. So you you know you have your walls, floors, stairs. But for example, you can't even do two floors. So the only way you can do a second level is you build on, let's say, a little uh, a little hill, and the hill oftentimes will have like another. So you know the base of the hill starts here, and then there's another smaller hill on top. Let's say like the the tip of the hill, right? Uh, you can build in a way where you have a stair going up to the next level. And that once it's built, it looks like it's two levels. Okay. But in reality, you can't do elevation. You can't build a second level like you can in Valheim. So it's much more limited, uh, which is a con, by the way. I'm not saying this is a positive. No, I, but I get you. I get you. But on the flip side, because it's simpler, it's not janky. So it's kind of a give and take. So you're not out in the woods chopping down trees as a vampire. You, you, yeah, you are, oh, but are? yeah, and <laughs> yes. mashing rocks, uh, but you're also killing dudes and stuff and you get resources from, from chests and stuff like that. So it's not only, you know, going then chopping trees. And the other thing is you get a fuck ton of resources. Like you chop down two trees, you're set for a bit. 
You know that's what I mean? Nice. It's not like that's yeah, nice. because in, in Valheim, that. dude. I know. I went through those trees fast. It's just I like about I always you, joke Carrick. about killing an elk in a game. Bro. and They don't have a liver for some reason. Chop a tree yeah. down, and you get two bits of log, and you're you like, You were talking Seriously? about the window frame. Yeah. Like yeah. two years. That was a whole trade. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. I'm Can I'm you... okay with the. Oh, go ahead. Can you enthrall people or something? Because yes, generally, actually, yeah, you can. great point, and I forgot to say this. You can have servants. Uh, you can name them, and they can do different tasks. Uh, mainly, so they they're the used for... I don't know if Maybe. they can do that. Their main task, as far as I know, I, haven't, uh, I only have one, and uh, I can't fully command him yet, or her, I don't know. Uh, but you can send them to uh, bandit camps, they will kill the bandit camps, kill whatever's there, loot it, and bring it back. So that's another way of getting resources. Um, so they will bring back resources like wood, stone, or whatever, whatever's there, right? Um, and so you can send them out on these missions. That's kind of a way for you to scale out your resource acquisition. And yeah. There's Reg. also just okay. one last thing. No, Sorry, super last no. thing, because it's also PvP if you want it, right? So you could choose to invade other people's uh, castles, and their servants would defend if you do invade. So that's another role question, they though. play. If you invade somebody else's castle, why not just chop all their trees down so they can't build shit? They regrow, bro. Fast? The trees regrow. So I couldn't Pretty go fast. and steal somebody instead of invading them, steal it their resources. It wouldn't be meaningful. By... Oh, too bad. Because to me, that would be awesome. You can transform. <laughs> yeah, I see what you mean. Go and steal like, you their play shit. Play the economic game. Yeah, play yeah. play it. Play the long game. You know, they're out there yeah, adventuring, yeah, yeah. and you're behind this. You're waiting behind the walls. They leave. <laughs> chop all their trees down. Ha <laughs> ha, bitch. Come so, back to a desert. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, you're you're highly mobile because you can also transform into a wolf. So you can run fast. Um. So for you to go to another place on the map and get resources there is not a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Reg, have you played no, any? The whole, the whole do manual labor as a vampire thing, though. You say, Captain I gotta start Kirk somewhere. Teleports down all the time. <laughs> you know, well, I, you I, I get you. I do get you. Uh, what, uh, Reg, barely played this, right? Correct. Like, I was trying to run it on the Steam Deck, and uh, it does not work on the Steam Deck. Jay Dan says. I really haven't played it yet, apart from like the opening minutes. Okay. J. Dan says, uh, really enjoying the podcast. I never miss it, even if I'm late. Thank you very much for always showing up. We have a new member on the YouTube channel as well, J. Dan. Um, Thanks, Jay. It just looked like such shit without playing it, Look, which the, is the, why. The melee combat looks, looks like ass. It looks like ass, yeah. And so, and this is what happens, right? You don't know until you play. That's why you, you don't know. So the idea of all this stuff sounds interesting. I thought the idea of not being able to build very granularly would suck, but your description of it being more less jank is that's why I left Velheim. Velheim was to me, Velheim was a mess. It it yeah. was it was more atmospheric than it was enjoyable once I started trying to put two and two together. I was just like Yeah, the geez. actual stuff didn't connect. Yeah. Like, so it didn't here you're saying that work. they've done the connections for you. Yeah. But there's also some minimization because it's early access where there's no second levels. Right. I mean, exactly. Sims 4 didn't have... And know, we don't know pools, if they're going to so. add those. Um, I, I will say it's it's quite polished. Like right now, you know, I'm not getting bugs. There's a fuck ton of enemies to hunt down. There's a lot of content. I'd say I'm happy with it as it is for the price. It was like 15 would bucks. Would it please, Lucitan, 
This is the question that preoccupies us all. Would Lucitin like this game? I don't know if it has enough annoying parts for him because he kind of <laughs> wants to. Does it have soup? Right. <laughs> if, it, if it's got any kind of, if there's any kind of meal that that heals you, that's who soup, has a problem with soup? I it's one know. of those Games neutral things like yeah, Switzerland. I think he, I think like he was burned as a child from hot soup, and that's why he, <laughs> yeah. he despises. I mean, maybe someone gave him like gazpacho and it was cold. Oh uh, yeah, something yeah. like or cheddar broccoli <laughs> soup that was cold. Oh god. Mm. Um, but anyway, I'm glad, man. You know, some people like it. Um, it, it uh, you know, I, I mean, I believe you. I don't think you're lying, but <laughs> it's so bad looking. It's like, I keep looking at videos. I'm like, this is so nasty. So I may jump into it. You know, you can, it's steam so I can return it. Right. It's steam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, stoned patrol says ACG. I totally thought you were reviewing that free to play vampire battle Royale. When you put up the, uh, swan song review Stoned patrol name checks out. No, man, I was, you know, swan song came up. I love me some world of darkness and uh, we got werewolf didn't hit it. We got this didn't hit it. We had blood hunt didn't hit it. And uh, we've got bloodlines too. 16 years in the future. Yeah. Right. We don't even know where bloodlines two is anymore. I mean, I don't, no. I, I can, I assume that game's not even, you know, it's not coming out. I, it will at some point maybe, but right now I'm under the assumption it's not. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? Reg. Regical, do we have free games? Yes. You ready? Let's do we this. Do. <laughs> All right. So, free games. Epic Game Store, totally free. Uh, Borderlands 3 and Red Out. Uh, on the subscription stuff, PC Game Pass has Farming Simulator 22, Vampire Survivors, Her Story, Jurassic World Evolution 2, and Umurangi Generation. Oh, good games. And coming next week, Floppy Knights, Hard Space, uh, Shipbreaker, and Sniper Elite 5. Uh, Xbox Game Pass has pretty much the same. Yeah, nothing extra. And then we have Xbox Games with Gold that has The Inner World, The Last Wind Monk, and Viva Pinata Party Animals. And it's the end. Reg, which one was uh, Jurassic Park Evolution 2? Which that service is PC it? Game Pass. Holy shit, that's yeah. that's a great title, man. I, I'm gonna play that. I mean, her yeah, story. Same thing with uh, Sniper Elite. Sniper well. Elite. Her story. Her story is fantastic. It's one of the is best. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude. Don't know it. Her story. It's an FMV where you're watching the police interrogation of a, a woman who was brought in for murder, and it is oh. riveting because you're fast forwarding, you're finding hidden footage of this interview. It's but oh, I like FMVs, I mean, dude, dude. That, that, that sounds won, good. It won awards, it didn't is, it? Uh, it is. She yeah. won. She, I, I'm pretty sure wow. she came up and accepted an award. It might have been also for, Game Pass. You said uh, yes. Yeah. Red. Correct. Yep. Yep. Those are really. Okay. Good. I mean, all those are nice. Really good games. Like that's the thing. You know, easy to bitch, but man, we just had somebody in the Discord saying their their only job right now, not their only job, but the only thing they're really doing is just going through the Game Pass games, finding games that they didn't know about. Um, or games that they maybe barely heard about that look slightly enjoyable and just trying to play them to see if they like them. And, and you know, there's 400. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Sony's going to have the same thing for theirs. Except Crazy. I did the streaming I mean, just thing. The, just the last couple of year, weeks, the last couple of months, really, with, with indie games from like Norco to Citizen Sleeper to, yeah. 
Yeah, on and on there's and been on a lot on. of really good games coming out. It's hard to know what's going to be good, though. I will tell you this as a reviewer. Yeah. It's been, re I thought Vampire was like really looked forward to. And I was, I don't know if I am anymore, but I was doing better than, I don't really look at the views after a couple hours. But in those first couple hours, I was actually ahead of IGN in views at like 20,000. I was like, uh-oh. Like nobody cares about this. It just, nobody cared. And I was like, oh, damn. I thought people were going to care about that. And it's it, I, Norco, Narco, Norco, right? Norco, Norco, yeah. Another game that I hear about from you guys, but it just sort of, in fact, I talked to Abzi behind the scenes about like, there's, we got to figure out a way to track these better because there's these games. I didn't know about your indie game at all, but that's her. That's the I, little neither bird did game. I until I saw it like a couple of days ago. But that's the King story game that I liked so much, but as a monkey. Yeah. Like that's quite literally this same kind right. of game. So it would have appealed to me. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's difficult, man. It, it's, I would say it's now impossible to track and yeah. even identify everything. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it, it's, it's pretty ridiculous and a good time for gamers, a good time for everybody out there. Um, look in here. Abzi put something. So we're going to talk about it. So Greedfall announcement came out. I already did a video. If you guys want to go watch, not a lot of data about Greedfall. So we're going to sort of move on from Greedfall 2, but a new one's coming out. Um, hopefully it's just one voice saying all the time repeated. Just put some poison. How about some poison on my blade? Just repeat it at all times. Oh my even, God. In, even in sex scenes. A uh, little poison on my plate little, and let's go. And let's go. Yeah. But Saber Interactive joined development of Star Wars KOTOR remake. Uh, they've joined up with uh, Aspire. Or I need a mana potion. Just the other one, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you need yeah. you drink a mother potion if you're low or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, so we have a little Kotor Kotor like remake news. Um, you know, I don't have any issue with Saber. I think some of their games have been great, but to me, I was sort of surprised that this was like new. I mean, it's news in that something happened. Yeah. But for me, I don't really have much to add to this unless you guys do. I don't have much to add. It's two companies that aren't known for. You know, like it's like we don't know what's happening. They're they're making a remake of Kotor, which I'm excited about, but the companies working on it don't excite me. That that's what I'll say. And and I've liked some of um both of their titles, but I'm not. But me, you're not close to the idea of a new. I'm close to the idea of that, but those two companies don't interest me as the people working on it. Does that make sense? It's um, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I haven't seen a. a a massive amount of quality from them though i've loved doesn't fill you with a lot of confidence yeah or 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 at least interest right now like so when somebody says oh man these guys are working together then i look them up and i'm like oh okay that's cool but i don't know what we're getting out of it and um you know sabers helped halo with multiplayer which is in dire straits so it doesn't really make me go wow it just makes me go okay you know we'll, yeah. we'll have to see more interested in kotor as a whole than i am the company's working on it but i did want to cover that because abzi had put it down here before um he had to cancel coming in but the one thing so origins is getting a 60 fps sequel or 60 fps patch sorry for the consoles that's cool um yeah i don't think we have much to add to that right there's an that's really not is that it's really it's nice seeing them put out enhancements for yeah, slightly I mean, the older games there, there were a couple of uh people in in our discord i know who are looking for for that update so yeah mm, yeah so nice. i hope we see that uh i played a lot of uh far cry uh so when the fps boost came out 
I think they did one of the Far Cry older games. So I was checking that out. I would love to see them go back to the Far Cry games. It's going to sound weird. I, well, maybe not weird, but I, I believe the FPS titles are more interesting to me than mm. Assassin's Creed. Does that make sense? Like, I didn't have as much of an issue with Assassin's Creed yeah. at 30 than I would Far Cry. Yeah. And some of the older Far Cry games. At, I see know, what you mean. 30, I would love to see those. Because a lot of us played Ghost of Tsushima first in 30, and yeah, we thought it was great. that's a good point. That's good. Yeah, and we yeah, and it didn't it didn't kill us. Matter of fact, there's been multiple games that, that have been type of viewpoint at 30. Yeah. Um. Let, what do we got for questions? Do we have any questions from the Discordians? All right. Yeah, we we got a couple. This question from Rust: What pre 2010 Title, do you guys think deserves the Mafia remake treatment? So Mafia got a really good remake. I played it, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, any game comes to mind pre-2010? I mean, I would love to see. I mean, we've talked, Carrick and I have talked about this a bunch, but No One Lives Forever, a remake for, of that. Today. I haven't played that one. What's the what's like the style? Uh it's basically kind of kind of Austin Powers like uh like spy, super spy uh female super but like, spy. But like comedy, um, almost like parody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Austin like Powers but with spoofing, a female. Spoofing spoofing the spy genre sort of. Um Nice. Yeah. So I looked this up and I'm going to cheat. It it was released in 2010, but and and I already said last podcast I don't believe this would happen, but I'm this, hypothetical is alpha protocol i would i would love to see yes. Alpha protocol get a remake because it did have some issues yet it did things that other games still haven't really nailed so Correct. i would i would i would be very happy to see a remake not a remaster it, it would need a remake um yeah that would be mine uh that's a long time though by the way because that game feels ancient and it was in 2010 uh, what about you? Right. Rich? Yeah, and and oh. and it was a game in with significant trouble development. Like it, it got delayed troubled. a lot. Well, and like the lead many, voice many actor times. left. He wouldn't. He refused to ever work in games again, and stated that. And that's why they were saying some DLC they planned didn't get made. Like I hate working on video games. He hated the entire pro. Like his interview afterwards was raw. He hated the voiceover style. He hated working with Sega. It was a disaster. So. Had a lot of issues. <laughs> so yeah, that's one thing. He probably wouldn't come back, Silver. I don't remember much about his no, voice. No, but I mean his his, so his voice, good. Michael Thornton's voice wasn't particularly iconic, I don't think. Uh Reg, you got any for 2010 or before? We'll say that because I cheated. Well, the the only game that's uh that's I always wish time and time again that would be uh remade uh would be Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri. Oh wow. Because that's it was one. one of my absolute favorites of that genre. Nice. Like it's so far beyond what the regular Civilization series did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would definitely enjoy that would a be remake of that. That would be awesome if they that's what they were they were just like we are remaking like it it will be current but it's a remake with the same ideas and and abilities from the original yes. because that's I think what is more interesting than the current ones we get that sort of copy it aren't some of the stuff that you can do doesn't feel the same as Alpha. Someone has a great one, Final Fantasy IX. Great title, has aged pretty poorly. Has it? Uh, it's the one that has uh, the, the Vivi, the, the small wizard with, with the yeah, black face. Yeah, I definitely face. don't agree that it's aged poorly. Okay, well, as someone who is pretty sensitive to like Graphics. really old 
graphics. Um, it, it was the way I would put it is, you know, the next one is Final Fantasy X, right? And the jump is so massive, like in the mm -hmm. graphic presentation. Mm -hmm. um, it was one of those, right, Silver, where it, the difference between cinematics and gameplay oh, we're was we're so just back in like, the day was, when they would do. I that mean, it's night and day, right? Um, and and that's I feel like a, a more like cinematic experience with the gameplay would be amazing for no, that game. No, that's a good suggestion. Anybody else in yeah. chat? Do you have any? Somebody said Beyond Good and Evil, but I believe number one is prior or is post 2010. Um, I believe Good and Evil because mm -hmm. that was a 360 game. Um, yeah, I was wrong by a mile. I was wrong by. Well, Ten fucking years almost. Uh, so Beyond exactly. Good and Evil That's was like ages ago. It was uh, yeah. I I I forgot. It was not 360 original. It's Xbox original. So that got released in 2003. So mm. yes, Beyond Good and Evil as a remake, fixing the controls. By the way, would be amazing, and I would I would kill for. Oh, and that was such a good game. The music. The animation, the animals as people. What's that? What's that term? When you when anthropomorphic an, anthropomorphic. Somebody needs to fix that term so I can pronounce it. Anthro, the anthro <laughs> style. Yeah, that would be good. Some people saying Kane, uh, Legacy of Kane. I thought Legacy of Kane got a remake at least one, or a remaster. I could be wrong. Um, a remake of the original Blood Omen. I really like the remake of the Getaway. I would really like a remake of the Getaway. Getaway was a British sort of um, GTA. Get Grand Theft Auto, yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto set in yeah. Britain, yeah. Okay, gotcha. That was not huge. I, here, I don't. No, and I like I really did not like that game. Like I think I played like the opening mission and it already turned me off at that point. Wait, <laughs> Abzi's in chat. What are you doing in chat and not on the podcast? Whatever. So I didn't give it a fair shake. <laughs> I'm just Whatever, joking, man. Abzi, by the way. I don't want him to feel bad. Uh, Dar Abzi says Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, which, yes, of course. I don't know when that came out, but Dark Messiah of Might and Magic current. I think be... that would have been like 2004, 2005. Yeah, I think that was also. I, now I'm worried to say the number because I'm going to be completely 10 years off. But, yeah. <laughs> Driver, he says, bro, I've been in chat the entire the whole time. Yeah, I've been purposely like not calling you out. But you've been in chat the entire time. Kate's been in here the entire time. Mass Effect Trilogy. Mass Effect Trilogy. Oh, actually being remade. Hmm. And uh, mm. I, I feel like the remasters were good enough. But... Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I know you guys have an issue with one's combat, so maybe you could remake the 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 movement. I thought the, but... I thought the remake actually did handled. It, it fixed some stuff, well. right? Made yeah. some of the controls and stuff a little bit better. Let's the see. Remaster. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, Aliens versus Predator, Capcom version. Oh, that's the the the. 3D fighter, right? Isn't that? I I don't believe that's a full. Yeah. I think so. I think that's the one that's like the old Dungeon and Dragons cartoon or games, like the ancient ones, like that the Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah, thank games. you. Yeah, uh, just finished the first level of Thief One. So I think he's saying Thief One. One of the one of the greatest levels of uh, all of time in video game history. Yeah, actually, Baffert's Mansion. Regardless of any other issues I have with any of the Thief games, their first missions almost always were amazing. That is one thing that I think Thief games have done well. Saboteur. Saboteur would be awesome. Saboteur was... I think... 
way yeah way I, enjoyable honestly i don't think saboteurs sort of aged all that much uh i did i played it recently well really two years ago control so we're not just talking about graphics i'm talking about control right like it was really really boxy um which funny enough that's what i was gonna right. mention right at the starting is i would love to see like code veronica with today's movement so that's what I meant. So not the tank controls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. So good Saboteur camera. was still, I agree with you. It was still good, but I remember the car in particular, Silver, I when I jumped in this later time, and I remember ra the car races and, and driving around not being current. I don't know any other way to describe it. It almost felt like analog yeah, I mean, it wasn't, digital. It was like the driving wasn't super even at the time. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. So I would love to see them. So, yeah, <laughs> great game too. And unique idea, black yeah. and white turning to color as you saved the world was yeah something we just don't see anymore. Well, and, in fact, uh, it reminds me of the amazing, game. amazing soundtrack as well. Yep, for sure. What what other questions we got in uh, in this question from Dog Tired? And it's funny because his question is a bit unclear, so he clearly <laughs> was tired. Uh, a game should have been what game should have been more on rails? He asks. Oh, that's a. Um, it's actually a good question because we often think about it in the opposite, like or or what we game is too restrictive. Open world. Yeah, yeah. So what game? Go ahead. Go ahead. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, I think. Should have been tightened a good deal. Yeah, I think that was sort of trying to do too yeah. much. It's funny because it did feel be on much. rails in a way to me, or very formulaic, right? Because you you go to a region. You know, you, right. you do the fort and you kind of rinse and repeat. Uh, but I take it that the point is more of like condensing down, I guess, right? Yeah, but guiding. I mean, not only because, but also that was just one of the things you could do. I mean, there was so much, like, the, it, it, it was just bloated. Like, it was trying to be too much, trying to do everything at once. And I mean, especially, I mean, the, the biggest example from Ubisoft is probably Ghost Recon Breakpoint, trying to just, yeah. be everything and throw everything yeah. into something where it doesn't quite belong where it should have been more focused more linear more on rails probably Reg, would have been better served by that any from you that you're like you would rather see a little tighter well i mean nothing nothing that's better than an assassin's creed you'd like they to see are all of... over the place yeah I see Rage 2 being mentioned a lot, and I could firmly agree. Rage oh. 2's driving and open world stuff compared to its shooting. Very good case. Yeah. Wow. Like, wow. I liked that game a lot, but the shooting was so much better than the than driving the other stuff. Parts. And then the exploration. Yeah. It was it was not even the same. It you know how there were two devs on that too. And you can feel it. Like, like that's the one bad of those one games got the... <laughs> where you're just like, wow, we two devs isn't always better. That is a yeah. uh, and multiple people said Rage Two, so I think Rage Two is a good. Did you do? I Rage got another Rage? one. Oh, sorry. No, just... mm, not really. Oh, okay. No. Go ahead. Go ahead, John. Well, uh, the the recent Subnautica one, um, Below Zero, it had an issue for me, at least how I played it, that it kind of was. It lacked guidance at points because, you know, you get these audio logs and you have some coordinates, but very often, um, like the stuff you have to go on was pretty vague enough that I had no idea to like where to go. And I had to just aimlessly roam until I ran into something interesting. 
it could be that I missed, you know, key pieces of information or something, but just the way it played out didn't feel good. I'm going to mention one for others. Because I know other people feel this way. Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, the last one. I didn't mind the city and going around, but almost everybody I talk to feels that it, it lost something. It lost some flexibility and it, it lost a little bit of its focus. So I would say that that's one that I think overall I can look back at and I would, uh, and say that probably could have done with, uh, an, I maybe not doing a city and trying to figure out another way around, um, of how that game came out because a lot of people i didn't have that issue but so many did that i can admit it's obviously an issue whatever the expectation was was different than yeah you know what we got um i think open world and rails too is a big deal now because you have these companies who look at unreal unreal's like boom we can do anything and you know what's going to happen every game is going to be like well let's do an open world right. and that is nerve-wracking to me because not in fact, I would say most games shouldn't be open. Yeah, I'll go that far. I think the narrative I, focus I is lost. So, why would you make a puzzle game open world? Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. Like <laughs> Tetris open world, where yeah. all you do yeah. is run around and grab new blocks. I mean, fuck that. I mean, they're, they're puzzle quests, right? I mean, isn't yeah. that kind of oh, hey, it, it fits the name. But no, I mean, there's like, I would say most games shouldn't be open world, man. Like open world is a completely different thing and the narrative gets lost. I loved Red Dead 2 and I love Red Dead 1 um, and I love those characters, but even if I followed the narrative, I remember more about, you know, chopping up a deer or something than yeah. I do. I remember, oh, he's Your sick own or there's this or the, yeah. Narrative. That's one thing, but I, I like the, I, I like a bit of tight gameplay where they, that's why I like hubs, man. They're the best of both, yeah. both worlds. They're the best of both yeah. worlds when you have that. Let's land on this planet. That's why I liked Outer Worlds, and I know so many people did not like Outer Worlds. But I liked it because I knew it was it was not going to be an entire planet. It was going to be a section of it that was contained by humanity and safe, somewhat safe, for humanity to live. And I bought into that fiction and adored that yeah. ability for me to know I probably saw the most of it. That's and hubs can evolve in a really. much more natural way than open worlds do. Because we've talked about it, how uh, people get the memo of stuff you've done all over the re the realm. Yeah, instantly. So you go to a new city and people know, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh you're the guy you that... You fucked a chicken, Skyrim, You dude. fucked a chicken. Remember Skyrim? You'd kill somebody, something in Skyrim in the entire world. And you're like, dude, it's a fantasy News got world. around, bro. How do you, well, yeah, yeah. it's like telegraph mages using SOS fireballs. <laughs> like, listen, goosh, goosh, yeah. Goosh, 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 saying that like, fuck the chicken in the smallest town no one was at. And remember in GTA, I don't know if you guys remember, but it, when GTA 5 originally released, and I've said this multiple times, but the animals would call 911. So <sighs> the animals would report you. That was, the, they had an issue. They fixed it since then, but originally that was an issue. Yeah. And that kind <laughs> of stuff, it needs to be yeah. a natural progression. Imagine this. Imagine in the next Skyrim-style game, you kill somebody, and the people in the town know it's you, but then afterwards you look at wanted posters and your character slightly looks worse and worse. That would be phenomenal to me. So, like, you yeah. see, a, you, you go to a far-off area and your wanted poster's missing the beard, you know, missing <laughs> the, I got a mohawk, I, I'm a girl, or whatever. I, I would love that idea. I don't like yeah, that that's, instant that's alert. Cool. That instant alert sucks, man. Sucks. Yeah. Um... Playground are making Fable. Yeah, true. 
and Fable's one that do you guys? Because I don't think Fable one was for sure not open world. It was hub. Fable two was that also hub, or were they all technically hub? Because they were all I locations, right? They, they were all hub, I think. Yeah. Okay, you had the dog in two, or yeah, in two, in two, and you had the sister in three, right? It was the twins. Three, no, you it? had the sister in two as well, and and the dog also in three. See, what was three then? What was also the hook had, for three? You also had a si you had a sister in the first fable as well. Yeah, you did um, the profiteer, Teresa. Yeah, yeah. Teresa. Um, what was the hook in three then? Three was, was you the dog. you. Three was you being the king, or basically That's son what it of was, the like, prince. You're yeah. you were you're the brother or sister of yeah. like uh, the prince who over then kicked you out or whatever it was. And Zero is also you. saying evolving weapons were in fable. Evolving weapons. Yes, I don't even remember that, dude. How long's Fable Three's? We're talking that's mid Xbox Three Sixty, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think there were, yeah, there was like, what would have, would have been like 2010? I just want Fable maybe, 4 to have trees that you could plant, like like Molyneux originally said, right? That'll <laughs> be their joke. That'll be the first thing. here. The first quest would be amazing. Here's a seed. Go plant it. And then so you always, plant it. And as you travel around, it gets bigger. What were you going to say? One of my favorite parts about the first Fable was always how, like, scarred you got. Like, <laughs> yeah, got all beat up, even though you look, you look like a 14 year old who got the shit kicked out of him and then put into a mower. It was a weird, yeah, like, a, lawn, like, a, like a lawnmower. Yeah. yeah, Or like wood chipper or something. That like was so like good. That accident. Yeah. Uh, do we have any other questions in the uh, question section? Yes. Uh, here we go. Rage Gamer UK. I would like to know your opinions on the bosses in Elden Ring compared to other from software titles. I felt there were they were the weakest part of the uh, of Elden Ring. Too many repeated bosses. Praying to uh, the Bloodborne remaster or 60 FPS. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think the repetition was definitely noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I mean that's something I think we even brought up when we back when we yeah. discussed it. Is I agree that without criticism because it did get repetitive when like. There were there were a lot of times where it felt like the the boss variety was just oh now there are two of them. Yes, they played that trick a lot, of, especially in the caves and dungeons and stuff. But the main yeah. bosses, I actually really liked their design, both from a gameplay standpoint and like a design aesthetic. That's the thing stuff. is, no game's gonna get it all right. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. it just doesn't happen. And so that got all this shit right that was surprising. That's why it's considered so cool. And I totally mm -hmm. agree. But then. It did have some, and it takes a long time for people to become comfortable saying that their, you know, their spouse is also a bad person in some. That's the way people right. treat Elden Ring. It takes a while for people to be comfortable and say that it had some issues, yeah. but it did. Bloodborne's the same way. I know a lot of people who love Bloodborne, and I can tell you right now, Bloodborne had a boatload of issues, and still yeah. does because I just recently played it to see if they fixed anything on the emulator. It, there are issues with that game. But people get so wrapped up that they don't want to admit it. You know, they get that. Yeah. Their dad is a perfect person or whatever. <laughs> like, well, your dad fucked your mom at least once. So maybe there was some screw. I don't know. I'm I'm happy for all these. I think that that Elden Ring did a great job on stuff.
we hoped they would finally do. And they did it. Yeah. Right. They came out the other end with most of their promises intact, which is that it wouldn't be much easier, probably, even though still think it's easier, but it doesn't matter. They said it wouldn't be much easier, but it would allow for newcomers to engage with it at a speed that was more acceptable. At the end of the day, you can almost customize it and make it as difficult on you Pretty as you much, want right? right you have like, a little bit more control depending yeah. on how upgraded you are yeah. uh where you what go resources you use what weapons mm-hmm. it's yeah. very easy to break the game yeah I can right break yeah any game. so if you're anyway. struggling right um at least you have ways of like enabling your play style or something at least it, it, it was easy on release like i know they've they've nerfed a bunch of it since release so maybe that's changed by now um, um also, chat, we are getting a bunch of uh, visitors for the podcast. So if you have anybody, uh, composers in particular, developers, make sure to tweet them on uh, on Twitter. Copy me, copy them. Tell them we're looking for, in particular, composers, writers. We had an amazing time with a Gearbox writer. That was like learning about writing on games was probably one of the most enjoyable podcasts I've had because it was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, well, it's just ideas that you had, you know, like you you sort of get an idea of the way things go. But so anybody in chat, yeah. if you have somebody that you're interested, Ken Levine is somebody who has already stated he would um, come. I sort of lost contact with him, um, not in a bad way, but I, I stopped responding. Uh, I just got busy. I'm going to reach out to him and see if, if he'll come on, make sure he feels like it's. And make sure you put Uwu in the message uh, to, you know, to, to ensure. What? I don't. What'd you say? No. Make sure to put what? Uwu? Just, just, uh, you know? Weibo. It's a Weibo thing. Oh, is it? Do you know Weibo what thing? that is? The, that almost looked that yeah. kind I know of that that's a Russian smiley. That's literally what I know. That's the only Yeah. Thing. Have you not? Okay. It's fine. No, that's all right. Nobody Don't worry about it. it. But th- that would be cool if you guys did that, if you took care of it. And I also want to say, <laughs> um, if we've saved you any money, man, check out the, check out the discord because YouTube is not doing well. Oh, Austin Wintery, somebody said? Dude, of course. Austin Wintery. Yeah, man. Again. He contacts me all the time, and then he's, he's like, like, hey, man, and... let's come on. I'm like, okay, and then we both stop. <laughs> just do and it. he's got his own podcast where he also talks with other yeah. composers, which is also really cool. Very yeah. cool, dude. Um, Yeah, I want to do as many as I can, for sure. Not only composers, but writers was awesome. Yeah, man. Um, AI, some testers, would be cool. I'm trying to get some people that we don't, that aren't um like he was cool because I don't think he told them he was coming on, which was different than the composers for Gearbox. They had to clear it. Remember, they were at work yeah. in their office. Like yeah, there were people, by the way, I don't know if you guys remember, but there were people. We saw them look at people to answer a question once or twice. And I was like, oh, shit, they have PR <laughs> people in the office. Yep. And they were very cool. Uh, both of those guys, phenomenal people and great company to work with. But um, the writer came on. And it was cool. And I've, I've got some other people that I know. And, you know, we're not looking for. I don't I just don't give a shit about drama. So if it's a drama person or something like that, just don't even try to suggest yeah. it because I do not. I'm not even get, I just I want to talk about games, how they're made, not some person hating some other person or fucking somebody hating a company or something. You can that'll come up naturally just with us. We can take care of that. We don't need to invite somebody on who's just. Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, uh, we forgot to mention um, Arma Reforger. 
launching this week. Yeah, did you get a chance to play Arma Reforger? Uh, not much. Um, from like, I I'm a bit disappointed that there doesn't appear to be like some single player dedication. Yeah, there's not it. a lot of. Um, yeah, uh, it, like it is pretty much exclusively multiplayer. But I'm looking forward to seeing them expand on it, and it's looking. I mean, as a, as a sort of proof of concept for Arma 4, it's looking very, very good. I mean, the new animations. Wow. That's what I, I saw you saying was that the, the new animations are a huge are... step up from uh, Arma. I mean, the, the, the movement system, like, no longer, like, ha do you have the awkward, like, yeah. transitions between being standing up, crawling, and prone. And yeah. Now you actually rise yourself gradually with the mouse scrolling to the, like, so you have full control over how how, how ele elevated you yeah you want to be and cool. and same thing with the with your speed you also you can also control your speed with the mouse scroller like in the original splendor cell so you can match the exact go at the exact pace you want for going for going into combat um all of these are i think are are massive improvements for for armor really cool man um i appreciate everybody posting in here it looks beautiful by the way your ideas for visitors but like the lighting especially as i said please post it on twitter in here you're just dropping ideas and i could miss them go to twitter pop it off on twitter um okay so i'm waiting but i haven't heard johnny come up with some kind of eclectic weird ass question to finish the so, podcast which i'm quite disappointed okay. that you haven't like said i don't have one prepared but i got one for you right on the fly are you ready i don't know because this, you're on the fly i'm just saying this is it's even better bro Actually, let's build off uh, one that we've done in the past, which is like, yeah, let's... would you go, remember when we said like, would you go 200 years towards the future or the past? And we settled on going to the past. I think most of you guys wanted to go to the past. So yeah. my question to you is, how would you prove that you come from the future? Let's say that you arrive, right? So Carrick arrives there. He's all like, oh, what's going on? He's in the past. And he has one chance, right? Carrick, you have one to chance to, to prove that to somebody, uh, and like your life depends on it, right? You're gonna be considered a madman and thrown on the streets. Prove that you're from the future. What would be the one thing you would be able to do or years? say 200 years ago? And you're naked, I'm assuming. Like you can't carry a book with you, right? You show up with That's nothing. a good question. Maybe you caught me there because if you have some advanced I mean, clothes. Should I just I bring mean, a that, Mifflin you know, I mean, that, textbook? That, that wouldn't have helped you much 200 years ago because back then most people couldn't read. Most. Didn't mean all. You'd find somebody. There'd be somebody who could read in a town. I mean, there would be. You could prove something, even pictures. The priest, that he would burn you anyway. Yeah, the priest would burn yeah. you. Definitely not the priest. Let, let's say, for the purposes no, of let's the say exercise, you show up like that you can't carry anything yeah, with no. you from the current time. Just verbalization or, or Would there something be something you that you could say or show? I mean, my, my position would be I wouldn't even... I wouldn't want to prove it because I wouldn't want anyone to no, know. No, no, no. You got to answer the question. You can't back out of it. Answer the question. That's a cheat. No, I, I take yeah, a point. You'd be silver, killed. But you'd be killed. It's it, your life. It matters. It matter. It'll we're imagining that we really want system. to prove it. So that's yeah. 18, 20, 18, 22, right? We we could 22. we could talk about historical events, right? We could say, oh, I know that this thing happens in whatever eighteen, blah blah blah, uh, and then maybe you wait a few years until it happens, and then you're proven right. 
But if you wanted to prove it right there and then, you did. Maybe if you knew enough like science or how to make stuff. So here's you could the go... thing: I do know a bunch about science, but I'm trying eighteen. So eighteen. The problem yeah. is, is like um, certain things were done. Like fifteen years prior to that was the first submarine. So you're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. you couldn't say, oh, you know, let me show you a submarine. So there's certain things that you couldn't couldn't prove. And I was trying to think of antibiotics, but that'd take a while, and you can't just say it. Um, right. Because you could make like that is actually that would actually, especially back then, not be difficult to create general penicillin. Like I think really? most of us know. Yeah, that's it would not be difficult for you to create. No, yeah. But if we're talking okay. about saying something, 1822 is a bad fucking time. It's a bad time. It's a dude. bad time because it's like it's prior to. It's in the wake of the Napoleonic Wars in Europe. Like so Europe Did they have electricity by war. around that time already? No, no. No, no dude, you could not a thing. And you could you couldn't even tell so a lot of the stuff you couldn't even tell somebody because I'm assuming the terminology sort of, is not there. Yeah, and yeah. I'm assuming you and sort of have to electricity didn't become widespread until the late uh, 19th century. Let's say you have a couple hours to prove this or something. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. like but even then could you put together like a makeshift light bulb or something? No. Well, old day light bulbs, they weren't in vacuum. You could, no, no, you couldn't because they couldn't even create. It's hard. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You could do a Baghdad <laughs> battery. You actually could. You could. Oh, yeah, no. with a potato, right? Well, not only Isn't potato, not only potato, but any fermented, I, like this, uh, in anything that ferments over a long period yeah, of time. Yeah. And like um, lemon juices and stuff. Uh, what'd you say? Uh, I know, I know. Um, Go for it. The Northwest Passage. You I mean explain to him that it exists? Yeah, and where it is. There you go. Oh, and okay, where it is. Yeah, yeah, and where yeah. it is. Yeah, there you go. Now, it would take them a while. I'll take that because it would take them a while to figure it out, you know, send somebody. And hopefully they didn't get dysentery on the way like Oregon Trail. But <laughs> Right. Uh, that's a that's fair. Or and, or get encased in the ice like, uh, like the Erebus <laughs> and the Terror. Yeah. <laughs> A battery is not a bad idea. I think you could do that with. You could do a big dad battery, not you too could do difficult. A I was actually or, thinking of when Krakatoa yeah. exploded, like, ah. but you would. It's not that exact year, but it'd be like, hey, this will happen. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Krakatoa. I'm trying to think of the big explosion. Yeah, yeah see, I think we no... could accept that one, even if you're validated like later. That, yeah, I like that the maybe I like also the works geography. Do you have any reg? Because you're a programmer. Is there any like science stuff that you have? No, that you could be like, nothing. No. I would just be. You'd be it. killed. <laughs> you're just screwed. For sure. You're like. It's a good man. question though, because here's the it's thing. It's like, dude, yeah, I can't write you a program, right? Exactly. Just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. How long do you have to prove it, too? Because if you did have a while, if you did have a while to prove it, then there's multiple experiments, you know. And whether it's here's the thing is, it would have to show that you were from the future and not just a person who had invented one thing. So for the future, right. you would want to say a volcano is going to explode in two days. Okay, great. It does. Yeah. You're killed because people think you're a black magic user. Whatever. But. We're saying that that's still good advice. His idea of a geography, geography that's See, probably one of the only ones that wouldn't get you spiked on a stick as a black magic person, but at the same time might prove See, I, yeah. that you knew something. I, I, I don't think like predicting stuff like a volcanic eruption would be enough in like in the early uh, 19th century. Because at that point, Science was already able to sort of predict that stuff. Science but you can't predict volcanoes right now. Whatnot. So it's like, 
They, I mean, they didn't produce not I mean, this Krakatoa. Not, ex not, not, not exactly, but it also wouldn't necessarily be complete witchcraft as someone was able to pre uh, predict it. Accurately. It, uh, it depends on where you landed. I, for whatever reason, was thinking we landed where we live now. And I'm like, dude, there'd be like zero people. Right. If we're in yeah, a big, yeah. if we're in London, that would change my answer now that I think uh -huh. about it. So we didn't talk about where you land. If you landed yeah, in a big a city, that would change everything because you would have materials i for some reason was thinking in a village in the middle of nowhere like yeah. with 10 people i don't know why because he didn't say that but that's what i was thinking so yeah there would be you could definitely you could definitely no, the prove. one i was thinking is like the the engine like the you know a, like a, a car basic engine steam well not a car steam you could do no, no okay so maybe you couldn't do it but you could like demonstrate the idea or like show the idea and you'd be like guys i come from the future this is how we do things there. Let, hear me out, right? Simple. You show like the idea of a piston and you go like this produces motion. The wheel you already know and love. You'd be killed. We move it with this. <laughs> All I can think of is Look you me trying to make they, they gestures. Will the, they will take the piston and beat you to death. They would beat you to death with it. Like, because by the way, it's very easy to prove combustion by putting something flammable in a beaker and then smashing down on it. You can actually see that result. Right. There's all yeah. kinds of stuff you could, but... People be like, fireball, kill him. You'd be like, no, it's just fucking science. And they'd be like, science doesn't exist. Yep. It'd be difficult, man. Quantum mechanics would get you spiked for sure. Quantum mechanics can't even be described right now, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> People don't agree on that People don't today. Like, oh, eight, we got a $20 super chat. DC Seeds. Hope you guys had a great podcast coming through late. Here is some fresh glitter-covered cash. I'll put it right on my gl glitter-covered bra that I'm buying with the other Glitter-covered, so where's that coming from? Hmm. I mean, but I mean, with the whole prediction thing, you're also in the bind that maybe your presence actually changes things. So maybe you can't actually predict things. Right. Wow. Hey, that's a bit that's, depressive that's, of well, a that's note. Way farther than I was thinking. I was thinking about just like showing up. I don't think I'm going to stop Krakatoa from blowing up, but it's possible. These are good questions. Now, now I'll be thinking about this. Well, it could also next, be like, that it blows weeks. up like two days later, rather than that. that because exactly. I uh, because I stepped on a butterfly, which then affected the weather five thousand miles. Yeah, away. yeah. No, but I think we fixed it though. The potato battery that works, dude. I try a compass, that. like a makeshift compass. Well, dude, they, they had didn't know about then. What are you talking about? Did they? Fuck, dude, yeah. they bro, had yeah. compasses 2,000 years ago, bro. Yeah. Like, it didn't okay, take, okay. yeah. It wouldn't be I'd, like, <laughs> you're not buying it from Smith and Wesson I mean, or something, but I mean. I mean, they circumnavigated the globe, so yeah. yeah. True, true, true. Lotus I arrived, I arrived there, wow, and Johnny. I'm thinking that's new. Your history. I'm like, dude, I come from the future. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> like, I can make metal instruments, and they're all. Oh, Watch he's the village idiot. To make he's a not from the future. Compass. He's not from the yeah, future. Yeah. He's touched. That's what they used to call people who dude. were like mentally low. Yeah, yeah. He's touched. Oh, and they hug you and they put dude. you in some kind Watch of Watch me make the, world, the world's yeah. worst compass. The shittiest compass. <laughs> and they bring out theirs and they're all. Yeah. They're like, you mean this? You mean, you mean this? Oh. And they pat you. Oh, poor Johnny. Shit. Come to our special yeah. house where we put like a metal basket on your head and screw it into your chest and you can't Good touch effort. your face. Good effort. Well, yeah. I think we yeah, fixed it. I think we, we solved it. What else do we got? That's it for news and stuff, right? It's about it. A little short because of, well, not short. We're actually a little long compared to normal. But, but the, the only on the other news topic I'd seen recently, but I mean, that's, that's rumor stuff, which I don't believe, is that the 40 series is uh, rumored to be launching fairly soon already 
which I don't know. If it wow. does, I am not interested with what I'm seeing for Watts wise. I'm, it's not happening. Yeah, Watts wise, no, apparently the 4090 uses the same amount that the 3090 Ti does. So 450 or something, right? I think I saw even higher numbers, Reg, in the like in the yeah, yeah, that's the forty ninety Ti that will do oh, six five okay. six fifty or something. Yeah. yeah. Also Pretty remember crazy, the man. remember if you guys like the ACG shirts, you can see them down there. Um, sometimes they're over the top of Reg, sometimes they're not. I tried to move it off so it didn't cover Reg's face while he's talking. There's ACG shirts. <laughs> so fucking face. shirt. On <laughs> um, yeah, I mean GPUs. You've got that. You got FSR two coming. So talking about tech just for a second, you got some really cool tech coming. Um, Hardware-wise, I think the only thing I'm interested in is Intel's stuff. Seeing some of their stuff has been very interesting to see what they're doing versus AMD with memory, with the types of CPUs they have, the performance CPU and the economic ones. Um, oh, we have a question. A joint effort, $5 super chat. Anyone have any good book recommendations? Yeah, I mean, yes. plenty. Do you want fiction or nonfiction? Who cares? He said books. He didn't. We we now it's in our hands. It's in our hands. Silver. A good book recommendation for right now. I got to tell you, man, uh, the devil's hand is phenomenal. And it is written by the National Security Advisor for the United States when Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev were having their issues and trying to drop the Berlin Wall and all that stuff. But it's all yeah. the behind the scenes of how presidents and other leaders work. And it is one of the most fascinating. Um, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of, we are better than them, but there is a lot of their nation does one thing one way because of a belief in communism. We do one thing in a belief of democracy. And it is one of the best books I have read. And it's named after the, um, the Russians desire to have a system where if we nuked them, they would do, they would nuke back without any humans being needed which is Russia has a, a basically a dead man switch that they have for their nuclear yeah. forces. And it is phenomenal guys. It is. I mean, I know that everybody doesn't like that kind of, of, of stuff, but to understand what people do um, to try to make sure two nations don't go to war, which is what they were trying to do. And, and they also cover a ton of stuff about biological warfare and um, it, it just a really good book. If you want to sort of track that kind of stuff. That's mine. You guys got any? One. One apiece. I'm reading, right. well, I'm listening to one now, uh, which probably everybody knows, but I'm only getting to it now, called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, uh, which is a, a really good listen. The author reads it, and he reads it with impetus. Like, it, you know, sometimes a different person will read. Oh, yeah. To, and it's not like the same. Hello. Um, there is a bad guy right here. It, yeah, you can tell he's like the way he says it. It's really. Oh no! It's you really shot me. Enjoyable. X Files yeah. audiobook. Mulder. Yeah. Shot me. Correct. Yep. What do you got? What do you got, Reg? I heard you say it sounded like you had a book. Uh, well, it's nothing new for me. Just I will just repeat uh, one of my old favorites, which is uh, "We Are Legion." We are Bob. Uh, Bobiverse. Yeah, Bob Great. Bobby one of the Great best sci science fiction books. I've Lots ever of pop uh, like culture to, references. But, yeah. yeah, excellent. Yeah, very good. What about you, Silver? Oh, I'll go with a nonfiction, a historical one by David O. Stewart, an American historian called um, American Emperor Aaron Burr's Challenge to Jefferson's America. 
which is a part biography of a former American vice president, Aaron Burr, and part sort of chronicle of one of the most influential trials of American history, which was the treason trial against Aaron Burr for when he tried to sort of levy a war against and invade Mexico um, by himself in order to sort of ostensibly install himself as the emperor yeah. of Mexico, um, supposedly. Um, but that story sort of changed depending on who he was trying to sort of recruit, um, what he was trying to do exactly. And the entire story is really, really fascinating. Aaron Burr is sort of one of my, I find him one of the most fascinating people in history, really, really interesting guy. And David O. Stewart provides a really, really interesting chronicle. Um, I have several biographies of Aaron Burr, and that's one of the most interesting sort of stories of his. Dude, we could do an entire podcast entire about pro- books. You know? Oh like, yeah, dude. Like there's, there's, I mean, audiobooks have guys go to Ken, go to uh, Amazon Audible. I'm telling you right now, Warhammer forty thousand has eighty billion books, and they're fully, you know, sound effects. There's then there's normal books like we were talking about. There's people with actors yeah. like Reg is talking about. Don't get it, but X Files one. Um, it's bad, <laughs> but okay. there are, it's great. no, don't get it. Don't get it because I like shit and I didn't like it, which goes to show you, I listened to that entire thing because I ain't no fool, man. Like I, I'll get it and I'll be like, I'm getting my money out of this. And I didn't even at the end, I was like, wow, that was, it was one of those ones where you hear people say an actor phoned it in, but a lot of times that really doesn't mean much. It just means they sort of acted themselves. Maybe Bruce Willis mm. is just Bruce Willis. That's not good. what we're talking about. This, these are people who sound like they're on the phone reading a textbook. It's so bad that you're like... Dude, that's, that's so much emotion to everything. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Dude, you shot me. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And by the yeah. way, Mulder and Scully in X-Files had many arguments in the show. Many like, Mulder, what are you doing? None of that. That never fucking <laughs> happens in this. It's like, Mulder, what are you doing? I'm lighting you on fire. Why? Because you <laughs> shot me. And you're like, God damn, man. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. It's um, like Texas speech. Yeah. <laughs> William Nossum, $20 super chat. A little bit of gas money for the buds. Oh. Love the podcast. Thank you very much, man. We absolutely Thanks, appreciate man. it. Uh, somebody said, oh. Also, also, one highlight I just remembered from that X-Files one is uh, that uh, like Scully is always like uh, panting. Yeah, panting. Thing through. Oh, like yeah. hard breathing? It's <laughs> yep. It's pretty risky yeah. if, yep. if you like that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Play it. Okay, yeah, play some people just that part that. when your wife walks in and she'll be like, what are you watching? Yeah. Um, the thing is, guys, there's a lot of inter- I'm telling you, man, if you're playing a, a, a game that you've played multiple times, you're just sitting back and a lot of times you watch shows. That's great, too. But if you get a chance. There's so many audiobooks out there. Um, graphic audio is another one. They're awesome. Graphic um, Goblin. I think Goblin audiobooks is another one that has hundreds of books uh, with full actors. And they're those are a blast, man. They're so cool nice. to listen to. Yeah. I mean, they're uh, Nathan Fillion. My, prob- my problem is just I can never retain the information when I listen. To no, no, no. Audiobooks are di- that. I agree. Uh, I agree there. Even if I was to listen, Silver, like to go right. and just listening, something is different, right? Then it doesn't stick as yeah. much. It doesn't. And I, I firmly believe yeah. the same thing can be said between tablets and books. If I have a book mm-hmm. on my tablet, I have to read stuff almost twice. If I have right. a book, that, I don't know if it's the physical the physicality but of it. I I can remember everything from books in exact sentences, but yeah, tablet stuff I have a tendency to have to reread like once or twice and to really grasp. Um, 
and I hate reading on a desktop. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, oh, like no. a long thing on a desktop. No, if Bro, somebody said read no. a book, like read a, a a book on desktop, I'd be like, mm, it's not. No. I, it has so to be then, a tablet. And, and or... I did, I did, I did the the first uh, Werewolf uh, Choose Your Own Adventure mm -hmm. on desktop. But mm -mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's impossible. Then, then, then I got it. Then I got a tablet. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, even a phone's better, right? Even a phone's better. Uh, than, no, than phone is too small for oh, my liking. Oh, is phone too small? Okay. Well, yeah, I do have a bigger. I have the the Google X three four or three XL, which I guess is a bigger cell phone. But even I don't ha love it. Like, you can't no. really ever get the right dis. It's like watching a show on a on a cell phone, and you're like, oh wow, there's something happening over here. <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs> yeah. Or you're watching a, or you're watching a dark show. I have a bright screen on this too, but I'll be and I'll be like, what the fuck? There's just not enough pixels there, not enough size. Um, people are suggesting all kinds of stuff, tons of stuff. Oh, looks like a lot of people have listened to that Xbox one or the X Files one, but that makes sense because we have mentioned the Xbox, <laughs> the X Files one so many times. Julian. Yeah. Julian, Julian Collins says, you must love the Hardcore History podcast. I think it's okay, but um, this is going to sound weird. We were just talking about what you can pay attention to. Hardcore History is too, it's detailed. So listening to it, I don't retain a lot. It's more, it might be entertaining, but. Yep. Probably wouldn't like it. Pete, eight, nine, five dollars super chat. What game would you guys, what game would make for a good movie or show? I think we've. Answered that a oh, we, couple dozen Yeah, we times, talked about that, like didn't we? A good a game. Oh. I mean, oh. I still think the Batman Arkham games have better stories than most of the Batman cartoons and movies. I truly do. Yeah. I would rather see uh, uh, yeah. Asylum as a... Well, maybe Asylum became a cartoon or something, but I would rather see the Batman games as like a, a, a movie more than the movies, for sure. Um. Just reading here. Oh, same. I love science, but I forget everything in minutes. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else before we wrap this some bitch up? I think oh. that's about it. Cyberpunk 2077 anime is coming out. You're right, Grape. That will oh. be exciting to see because the Blade Runner one I liked, even though I don't think anybody else liked it. Mm. I the up. movie. I, you, I you really got, liked it. Reg's no, the, pinkies the up about the animation. TV series. He hates it. <laughs> oh. He hates it. I thought it was fine, but I'm not a connoisseur, obviously. As as Reg is, so I don't I don't watch a lot of anime. I thought it was fine. Whatever. Space Channel Five gonna watch stupid sci-fi Riddick Jupiter Rising. Dude, Jupiter Rising's awesome. I don't care what anybody yeah, says. Yeah, good movie. That yeah. movie was a blast, man. Um, okay. All right. Is that it? I would pitch black over Riddick though. Really, really. So I agree in the story, but I love Chronicles Riddick feel of like riffs Warhammer. Yeah. I liked the gothic. Right. Dead guy, I, but I, I enjoy the pitch. I, that. I agree with you. Yeah. I think it's pitch funny because I watched Pitch Black way back in the day without knowing any connection to anything else, and then after, way after watching Chronicles of Riddick, I came back to it and enjoyed it way more with the context oh, of that being a prequel. Does that make sense? No, no, that makes, yeah. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I also forget Riddick. Riddick is actually the third one. That's the one they made after Riddick is Chronicles the third of Riddick, one, which is almost sort of a a repeat of pitch black it very much is it, dude come yeah. on yeah you, you know vin diesel 
did so not we can, try. We can basically do a wedgie almost. Yeah, it I is did basically. like it is, and I liked both yeah. those movies. But you're absolutely when you watch Riddick, you're like, dude, a lot of the same. You know, he gets the dog, which I thought was awesome, and I love the actress uh, from Battlestar in it. I like, I really like all those movies, but it, dude. We've seen that before where you're like, is this is pretty much just the same Yeah, the same movie thing, yeah. you know. <laughs> but again, I, I mean, like Pitch Black was good, so Yeah. And I, I like uh John I mean, Wick. Jurassic it's Park, the same. right? It's Jurassic Park dude. Always the same movie. It, Jurassic Park is identical except for the one the third one where they the dinosaurs get fully out and like destroy, mm. you know, stations and stuff. I don't well, know how much let's build a park. Oh, it goes wrong. In yeah. The next movie. Yeah. Let's build a park. Oh, dude. it goes wrong. Who who's their disaster manager? Because you would just go who's no. Who's their insurance company? Yeah, who's their insurance company? You would just yeah. go no. It's n- obviously this does not work, and they keep saying that like it'll. Here's what's weird. They're always we're doing it for the money, but ev- have you noticed every time they're out of money? It's weird. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. no no lie. If you track what they say, they're like we did it, you know, to show kids, and it costs a lot of money. But I'm a billionaire. We're out of money, and you're like, well, if you're never making money from doing it, why do you try? We're on the fifth movie, right? Isn't this new one going to be the fifth or sixth where they're bringing Wait, everybody back? One coming, dude. Laura Dern and uh, what's his name are coming. <laughs> um, yeah, and Jeff Goldblum's been in all of them, right? Hasn't he? Sh- Jeff Goldblum. Oh, Laura Dern's coming back. Laura Dern is coming back. Yeah. And what's his name? Sam Neill, right? Sam Neill is at the. Uh, really? Yeah. Sam yeah, Neill's Sam coming Neil. back. Fully uh, coming back. So it's, it's, yeah. it's which kind, I'm excited. Kind of like the the same stuff as like oh let's build another Death Star. Oh, dude. <laughs> Not only that, but then later, let's make it even more immobile and put it in a planet. Right? (laughs) It's like, who fucking, who makes these plans? You would look at it and go, the Death Star could move around and it's still got its ass kicked. And they're like, well, let's let's just make it an entire fucking planet, man. That makes sense. Yeah, and put the shield generator on this little moon. Uh, Biarga, I always (laughs) mispronounce your name and I'm sorry. So I always call you Poth. I apologize. 179 Super Chat. On Elden Ring Burnout, any non-soul suggestions? Fucking, we got a ton, man. You missed Gibbon, which is awesome. Um, what other ones do we got? There's, dude, there's a ton of great non-Souls games out. Um, yeah, Citizen Sleeper, Songs Citizen of Conquest. Citizen Sleeper, Songs of Conquest. Um, well, it depends. Also, Horizon Zero Dawn. I know some people jumped into D- uh, Elden Ring and didn't do Horizon. Yeah, Forbidden West. You mean right? Forb- what? Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, there's a lot of really good games out. You just got to... Although, I mean, Zero Dawn also quite good. Oh, dude. If you haven't yeah. played it. You didn't like the f- Frozen Wilds, though, right? Isn't that correct? You were not a fan of the uh, DLC for Frozen Wilds. I, f- I thought it was okay. Uh, okay. It just didn't... It wasn't, like, superb. I keep yeah. eating these mints, and they keep drying on my lip, so it looks like I'm, like, snorting cocaine <laughs> with my mouth. Um, <laughs> Weird West. Yes, Weird West, of course. Elix 2. No. Screwball. Don't mess with him. Don't give him a bad suggestion. Don't do Elix 2. Do Elix 1, actually, if you're going to do an Elix game. Um, Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 is free on Epic. I think that's for free. Yep. true. I'm not a terrible game. It's just I don't think it captured the the love. Um, We're just still talking. I've tried to end this like three times. (laughs) Let's wrap up this enchilada, dude. Why? Let's just go forever, man. Dude, you're talking to somebody who stays up 48 hours without an issue. Let's just you tell that to my oh, bladder, you're ta- bro. You're talking to you're talking to someone who did a 24-hour No Man's Sky stream. Yeah, true, true. No Man's yeah. Sky, bro. If anybody can launch day. launch launch yeah. day. Launch. And do you know what's That's funny? When you guys man. mentioned that, Scotty and I joke. Scotty, he's been on the podcast once or twice. Uh, long term, 
he watched it. And it's so funny because he'll mention it randomly or I'll mention it. And I actually get sick again because I was sick in the last like 10 hours. I started to feel like, well, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Ten, oh. And then I was just tired and, and you know, caffeine dryness. Do you ever get that? Where like you, you're, you, you've yeah. got energy because of caffeine, but it, you know, internally, you're just a husk running on the chemical. Oh God. And it was coming oh, to the end yeah. and I fell asleep for like four minutes and somebody was like, dude, you're running into the wall. And I was like, whoa, fuck. I, w I didn't fall asleep. You do it with your eyes open, though, where you're just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. so I did that loud. day one. Yeah. How many hours? 24, bro. 24 hours. <sighs> day one. Um. Anyway, any of you four have a Steam Deck? Yes, I have one, and so does Reg. Reg yes. loves his, man. Correct. Reg, I'm, I'm a little. Yes. I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm waiting, I think, until they get. They got the profiles. That's fixed. They've got some driver fixers mm. uh, fixes. I think the Steam Deck's going to get better, and it just you, I need. You can a now change the well. That was in the previous patch, but you can change the frame rate limit. Like you can turn it on to forty, for example, which is actually a pretty decent middle path. Not bad at all. Going thirty and sixty. Yeah. Um. Is there a VOD for No Man's Sky, bro? Yeah, I left it up there for your enjoyment. Twenty-four hours, No Man's. It was a can. It's called Captains for Cancer because it was a cancer um a donation stream. All right, that'll be it for us. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you, everybody, for showing up, for watching us. Um, Yak, I hope you have a good Friday. I hope you guys do, too. Johnny, what are you, what are you streaming tomorrow? Back to Final Fantasy XIV, doing the, the final expansion in the, the game. Fi final Fantasy's final ex expansion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never going to happen. Expansion. None of those are final. It's not None the final those. fantasy. It's not the final expansion. It's, it's, it's a complete nope. lie and always. Um, it's I can't continual. Wait. We should try to get a group together to do ESO's new expansion, though, because I'm really, really mm. getting prepared. Well, that's to jump like back uh, only two, one and a half weeks or so. Yeah, right? it's very, yeah, that's why I brought it up today, because I actually Pretty have soon. a note to say we should get Let's do maybe it, do a stream or something. That's fun. Anyway, thank you guys for the super chat. Thanks for sticking around. Krelt says later, guys. If you mean that and you're not lying, we'll see you in the Discord. If you are lying, we'll see you in a week next Friday, Krelt. <laughs> People think I don't track everybody. I do. Anyway, you guys rock. Thank you very much for watching us. I hope you guys all have an awesome weekend. Peace out.